Hello, everybody, and welcome to season 11 of Sequelizers. I am your host, as always, Jack Chambers Ward, and joining me, also as always, it's Matthew Stogden. What in the sequel hell? <laughs> oh, God, I hate that line so much. <laughs> oh, dear. To let you in on a little secret, even before I introduce our fellow Sequelizer, that line triggered me so much because we've literally just finished recording our movie commentary for this episode yep so i'll talk about that in a little bit more detail when we talk about the patron stuff in a second but i am triggered already matthew good lord yep and speaking of things that are trapped in matrix hell <laughs> it's tim matum matt i'm just gonna give us twos back there we weren't in any kind of emotional state to sequelize <laughs> that's accurate fair that's accurate i feel like we're not in much of a state to sequelize at the moment to be very honest. warm it's warm we're, we're tired good. we've just as i said recorded a movie commentary for this piece of shit. And we've gone to when Tim arrived and said, hey man, how are you? I said, I'm not looking forward to seeing this movie. And we've watched Sex and the City 2, which I've seen before and know it was going to be bad. Mm -mm. Oh, and God. this was the one I was like, oh, I don't want to do this. Yeah. yeah. Because this week, to kick off season 11, we are talking about 2021's Space Jam, A New Legacy. And good Lord, is that movie a piece of shit? I kind of knew it was a piece of shit beforehand, yeah. but the fact that we've just literally just finished recording the movie commentary and then launching straight into this episode has really got us on a roll, I think, of just pain and suffering at the hands of Warner Brothers. It's one thing to know that a film is allegedly very bad or clearly on paper is very bad. It's another to experience it yourself and go, why in the fuck? Pretty much, yeah. And as I said, we just recorded a movie commentary, which you can get by going to patreon.com slash sequelizers because we're going to be doing three movie commentaries throughout the season for three truly terrible sequels. Mm -hmm. They are particularly bad. I mean, we've done bad before. We're continuing the trend. I'm not saying it's worse than Sex in the City 2, but fuck me. Sometimes when you're swimming in a big lake of shit, it's all, it's all shit. Just shit. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I, th I think, you know, the, 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 the most recent grueling experience will always yeah. stand out. You mm. know, we've got Recency some distance. Of shit. Yeah. We've got some distance from Sex and the City 2 now. Thank Christ. So, you know, it's not as immediate as just the fucking two hours that we've just sat through. Yeah. Of just nonsense. <laughs> we'll get into all of that, that's for sure. And we actually talked a little bit of weird stuff. In the outtakes as well, which is another bonus part mm. of becoming a patron. You can get us doing a quiz all about which Looney Tunes character we are. And it actually kind of worked, I think, it's which quite is creepy. weird. Yeah. Yeah. And Matt did a quiz as well. Or <laughs> two. Did a war crime. <laughs> Matt did a war crime. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he did a quiz that I am very upset about and still... I, I may forget, but I won't forgive, Matthew. How about that? It's fair. I have, I, I have no problem with that. that. That's entirely justified. So if you want to hear Matt's quizzes, Tim's quizzes, and my rage and outrage, <laughs> you can go to patreon.com slash If you support us at the £10 tier or higher, you get all the bonus extra stuff. That includes all of the bonus episodes we do during the interseason. We've, we've just finished all the previous movie commentaries we've done in previous seasons as well. And as I said, three movie commentaries coming up in this season plus all of the outtakes for this season as well. And they're often full of games and nonsense. And I was talking about Meryl Streep for 10 minutes. Yeah, true. <laughs> full of, basically, it's a big behind the scenes thing and kind of like extra bits of the episode. Like another podcast. Yeah, it's its own little podcast that isn't necessarily focused on the episode and that particular film. 
we go off on all kinds of weird tangents. Yeah, we've always called it the outtakes. It hasn't been the outtakes since like season four. It contains yeah. the outtakes. It has yeah. outtakes, but it, it is much more than that. Yeah, yeah, because we did a whole thing where we would just cut out the crap and the funny bits of like us messing up and stuff, and then that would be the outtakes. But now we record specific bits that are whole quizzes and games, and we did a whole fucking yeah. Mean Girls board game featuring Matt's wife Emma Jane <laughs> in here true. as well. It's true, that was a lot of fun. I feel like we should do like quizzes has now become like the thing. It's for a us staple. To do. Yeah, it's become a yeah. staple but, of our outtakes. It's, it's weird because it's it. The, even those outtakes are longer than other people's podcasts <laughs> sometimes. Yes, pretty much. Anyway, yes, but yes, you can get all of that. As I said, you go to Patreon. You can support us on a variety of different levels. But if you do support us at ten pounds or higher, you get all the bonus content. You also get discounts on our merch. If you go to a higher tier, you get exclusive merch. And if you go to the £30 tier or higher, you could become an executive producer, just like these fine folks have. Philip Morgan. Where's the kaboom? There was supposed to be an earth-shattering kaboom. James McDowell. I thought I saw a pretty cat. Hyper Dude Man. <laughs> Stuart Main. Meep, meep. Josh Van der Sluice. <laughs> Marcus Lindstrom. Be very, very quiet. I'm hunting wabbits. <laughs> and our latest executive producer joining us for season 11, it's David Selinger. But that's a joke, boy. You missed it. Went right past you. You gotta keep, I say you gotta keep on your toes. But toes, that is. But the fast ones get right by you. Keep your ears open. But yappity, yappity, yep. I can't get a word in edgeways. Talk, talk, talk. But, but no wonder you're not sharp. You got Welcome. Hello. Welcome, David. Welcome to the executive producers. Thank you. Welcome to the jam. <laughs> oh. I hope you're ready to slam. slam. I'm going to make you sick. <laughs> Why are we talking like Andre the Giant? <laughs> <laughs> He's French. Tim. <laughs> He's dead. Tim. He's dead and French. Tim. <laughs> you may have noticed that's just seven people. We have actually separated out the tiers. We now have executive producers, and we have the three people who support us at the highest tier on our Patreon, the ones who actually get to pick the episodes that we sequelize and interseason episodes and all that kind of stuff. We are calling them the VIPs. Ooh. Mm. Yeah, the new tier has been created. I mean, it's the same tier it's always been. It's the same tier. We just gave it a name. We just renamed it. And those three VIPs are Jonathan Firth Clark. <laughs> You're despicable. Josh Miles. Yeah. What's up, Doc? And Xenos. That's all, folks. Thank you, VIPs and executive producers. You make this show possible. You make all of the bonus stuff possible. You make the awesome new t-shirts we've recently released. All the designs by John Scarrett. Everything like that. You make this show possible, in short, and we very, very much appreciate your support. If you can't support us on Patreon, we totally understand. 
with all the mad shit that's happening with oh, energy God, yeah, costs yeah. and yeah. cost of living crisis and all bullshit that's happening at the moment. There are free ways to support us if you want to share us around on social media, recommend us to your friends, just word of, old school word of mouth type stuff. And if you review us on your podcast platform of choice, whether that's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all the usual places, there are free ways to support the show as well. And links for all of those will be in the show notes for you as well. Your money went to paying for a copy of Space Jam digitally. It did. It did. I'm not going to go into it too much because it's on the commentary bit, but fucking hell. Yeah. We couldn't find a physical copy, so we had to use our actual money to buy it online. But thankfully, y'all paid for it. Thank Christ. <laughs> so should we dive in? Should we talk a little Space Jam yeah. and Space Jam A New Legacy? Let's do the unsurprising thing. Hi, everybody. I saw Space Jam in the cinema. What? Surely not. Yeah, I know. But did you see Space Jam A New Legacy in the cinema, Matthew? Yes. Yeah, of course you did. Yeah. <laughs> Why did I even ask? <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw Space Jam as a kid. I was uh, 12 years old when it came out. Um, prime prime marketing age, maybe a little on the mm -hmm. older side, but still did well. Uh, and my, my younger brother, Andrew, who's two years younger than me, he wanted to see it very much and really enjoyed it. Growing up in Britain, didn't really know much about basketball. Wasn't really a thing. Netball's a thing, but it's a little bit different. Um, also in school, it's classed as a girl's sport. I don't yes. know if that's a, a thing or not, but that's what it is. Um, and yeah, it came out and it was everywhere. I mean, fucking everywhere. It was on, uh, merchandise-wise was everything. Um, everybody, however, despite not knowing basketball, knew who Michael Jordan was mm -hmm. because, and Chicago Bulls. That was just a thing that was just an international branding release yeah. everywhere. Um, and I went to see the movie and I rather enjoyed it as a, as a kid. I thought it was fun and silly and it was literally fine um and it's it's weird how if someone was to ask me maybe my teenage years only a couple uh, late teens as it were like a couple i'd be like oh yeah space jam was great space jam was really really good i love i mean i saw space jam i remember all the merch I remember all the bits and pieces i remember the things I remember the, 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 the merchandise the was insane yeah, stuff mm. in the cereal boxes i remember all the stuff i have like one of my strongest associations when you say Space Jam is Frosties. There you go. It's, it's stuff in Frosties. <laughs> Even I yeah. remember that. and I would have been six. The Kellogg's tie and stuff. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's very weird. But that's, that's how we learn these things. So that being said, I remember re-watching Space Jam at a later date. Probably early 20s, possibly. Um, As in in your early 20s. My early 20s. Right, not right, right. the early 2020s. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. This, is, so this would be the early 20s. My early 20s being the mid 2000s. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, oh, like a 10 years later kind of situation and remembering clearly very wrong <laughs> and going, no, this is, this is not a good film. And I don't mean just like, oh, it's not for you. It's like, no, no, it's just quite flat. Um, it's weird. The animation quality is obviously quite decent at the time. I remember that mm. being, but then like, you know, in, when you're a kid, you don't see the difference. Oh, it's like, like the Roger Rabbit kind of thing. It's like, mm. you know, and Mary Poppins, they're all the same thing, even though they're decades apart. Just yeah. like animation and live action, the same thing. I don't understand the difference because I'm mm -hmm. a kid. Um, and a, a format that we talked about in a recent interseason episode. It is did. true. Very true. So Space Jam is uh, surprisingly boring, but it goes along at breakneck pace. Um, didn't get the references to the sport, didn't get the references to the people, didn't get the references to half things. I got the Looney Tunes reference because that was on television still at the time. That was still a thing that was in my, mm, yep. uh, in, in the zeitgeist, in my, in my, in my public consciousness, as it were. Because it was still on, I mean, the original cartoons were still on TV, uh, as well as Tiny Toon Adventures and video games. And it was, it was mm. a very strong property it was, at the time. It was a resurgent at the time. Yes. I think people, people who were alive at the time 
know this and uh, but have probably forgotten it and would mm. remember it if you said, "Hey, remember how fucking big like Looney Tunes were as Warner Brothers iconography?" Yeah, in the mid nineties, there are there are going to be so many people who are probably turning about fifty, maybe fifty five ish mm-hmm. now, who will have uh somewhere on their body a very faded Tasmanian devil tattoo. Or a Tweety or a girl. Or a, t- or a Tweety. For some reason, that was the divide. Yeah, or like maybe a Bugs Bunny or a Daffy. Yeah. Um, but like it it was huge. There were Warner Brothers stores mm-hmm. back then, which yeah. I think there still are. In a different way now. In a different way now, but they like they were everywhere. Yeah. Yes. Um, so when, when I say I enjoyed this movie, I was like, yeah, because it had a thing I already was familiar with. And it was just basketball. It's like, it's a sport. You throw the thing yeah. in the thing. I get it. It's fine. And it was also mercifully short. Yeah. So basically you could get through it and go, great. It's 88 minutes, something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's got some, as Tim and I thought, my, I thought the soundtrack wasn't as good. Tim reminded me of some songs. And actually, you know what? It's not a bad soundtrack, except for, you know. The involvement of R. Kelly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ugh. But either way, overall, not a good film. Enjoyable to a certain demographic at a certain time in a certain capacity. I think very few people are going back and actually watching Space Jam now going, fuck yeah, put Space Jam on. And then just to fast forward very quickly, I saw uh, Space Jam A New Legacy during the pandemic last year. Hated it. Fucking one out of five. <laughs> and then Tim rocked up this morning and said, I'm not looking forward to this. I'm, I'm not, I'm, and, and I didn't realize what I hadn't appreciated is well, I'll let Tim and Jack get to their own thing that I was any person who'd seen it. Yeah. Uh, Tim, it's perfect. To, oh, pass to you, Tim. Look. Oh, oh, catch that ball. Yes. Now dribble for me. Yes. Uh, uh. Um, <laughs> What what is this? Some kind of wet fire? Um, <laughs> we uh, love wet fire. So much man. much like uh, Matthew, I, I saw Space Jam in cinemas, um, and yeah, I think I think I say in the commentary, it, Space Jam is a film that could only have happened at that time, but was almost inevitable to happen at that time mm-hmm. because, as Matt said. Even though basketball is not really a thing over here, obviously people play it, and there are basketball teams and stuff, and people who watch American uh, of sort of coverage of it and stuff like that, as there are for any sport anywhere. There are people who are living in, you know, Mongolia who are Arsenal fans and stuff yeah, like absolutely. that. Um, but in the mid '90s, because of the the power of Michael Jordan, essentially, the fact that this figure who was so good at this sport who was on this team that was so dominant coming out of a period where there had already been some like interesting stuff going on in the sport and, and the, the Celtics Lakers stuff that was a bit earlier, I think um, mm-hmm. basketball was this, had a weird international presence that went beyond it being a sport. It was a branding exercise. You could see there were so many fucking things of like the Nike swoosh with Michael Jordan doing that weird, like, where he's like doing a oh, dunk he's an and he's got his legs spread. stretched yeah. out yeah. in a spread and all that stuff. Chicago Bulls stuff everywhere. People wearing basketball jerseys who've never seen a game of basketball. <laughs> um, and it was everywhere. Like the way that the, the, the Looney Tunes were having this weird moment where they were just in this pop cultural ascendance. Um, and you had, like we say, Tiny Tunes Adventures, Tasmania, Animaniacs, all this kind of stuff. This huge surge of Warner Brothers animated stuff which also links into the dc animated universe that came along a little bit later so likewise i had no interest in sport but i was aware of michael jordan i also had a weird it's one of those things where 
apparently it only had 13 episodes, but because of the way that TV, especially back then, and I think still now, mm-hmm. treats children's television, those 13 episodes seem to have played over and over and over again. There was a cartoon called Pro Stars mm. that used to show, I think it was like Sunday mornings on Channel 4, and it was about Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky, and a guy who was both a football and baseball player. Wow. I think oh. his name was Bo Jackson. That sounds like a name. And they were basically sports superstar, uh, sports superheroes with like gadgets oh. and stuff like that. And they went on spy missions and also... Vaguely sounds familiar, yeah. Also, they were like, it was very coming from that kind of... Uh, Captain Planet, like every episode has a message about like remember kids, stay in school. Stay off stay off of building sites, etc. etc. Rhubarb shouldn't go with custard. Yeah. So it showed in (laughs) it showed in America in the like autumn of nineteen ninety one. Um and I think came would have come over here probably a year later or whatever by the nature of the classic back then, yeah. Yeah. So I remember watching that. And not knowing who any of these people were, but then having that vague awareness of them because of that. Yeah, of course. And uh, and so, yeah, I went to see Space Jam in the cinema. Like I say, I remembered it fondly enough. I, me- I remember it almost more for the merchandising and the fact that it was just this pop cultural behemoth to a certain extent. Uh, I had not watched it since. I watched it yesterday and was like, wow, this isn't good. <laughs> and I did not watch a space jam space jam a new legacy i i was not going to brave the pandemic to see that in cinemas <laughs> uh so i watched it for the first time for our commentary about uh two hours ago jack hey tim what is your experience with space jamming hang on let me pass the rock your way oh, there we go he's caught it uh, can I only move one foot now though right that's i don't know traveling that's no that's I, that's I, netball you i don't know i'm pretty sure you can pivot on one foot Basketball? You I, can, but you, you can you can you can move. You can move. Yeah, basketball. yeah, I know. Yeah, you have to bounce yeah, every now yeah. and again. Yeah, as an excuse. Exactly. I'll dribble on your floor, Matthew. It's fine. That's all I ask. <laughs> Available on Patreon. <laughs> I saw Space Jam on VHS when I was a kid because I was. I don't think I was like switched on enough to be like, oh yeah, I can't wait to see that at the mm. cinema. I really wasn't. Mm. I think I had seen Looney Tunes and similar sort of Animaniacs and all that kind of stuff around that sort of era, but. I was never a huge, like, oh, my God, I can't wait to see this. But I it, remember, like you, I remember all the merchandising mm, that you it, mentioned. It wouldn't him. surprise me, even the, the short gap that we have between us in terms yeah. of our ages, it wouldn't surprise me if you kind of missed out on that wave yeah, of those pretty, two things being so. so dominant. Pretty much, yeah, because I would have been six when it came out. Yeah. So, well, five, because I would turn six later that year. So, yeah, it was a definitely a thing i remember seeing probably would have been a couple of years later when i was like nine or ten probably mm. like late 90s early 2000s mm. i specifically remember having a vhs because my dad had quite a big vhs collection i've mentioned like jurassic park and a bunch of other stuff in that kind of sure. era that i've watched extensively but yeah. you know comparable movies space yeah, yeah, jam yeah. jurassic park <laughs> same thing same thing and uh yeah never was a big fan of it really i've never given a shit about basketball or sports in general Never really knew anything about Michael Jordan outside of Space Jam, but mm. I'm like, he's real good at basketball, I guess. Yep. And it wasn't funny enough until I watched The Last Dance, the yes. Michael Jordan documentary. That's the fucking behind the scenes. When I realized what a fucking psychopath that guy is <laughs> and realized how insanely driven and petty and maniacal he is. 
to the point where so if you mentioned basically another basketball player at the time when he was still active in the same sentence as him he would go out of his way to single them out in a game and embarrass them mm-hmm. in front of everyone and the, bear in mind like i said this is arguably the height of basketball in terms of the size of crowds and all the money it was making back in the day and all that kind of stuff this is like thousands of people and he is just embarrassing other top world-class professional athletes on a fucking daily basis to the point where if i understand this correctly there was a team again as we learned from the outtakes my knowledge of american sports teams (laughs) is non-existent there was a team that developed a strategy that was called the Jordan strategy. Oh, yeah, yeah, Where yeah. they would single him out and basically just shove him about. Is that the Pistons? Might have been the Pistons. That, yeah. that rings mm. a bell. There's Detroit for you. Yeah. Play dirty. Exactly. I could be, I could and they would, they would single... Can't have shit in Detroit. Exactly. They would single Jordan out and shove him about and make sure he just never gets the ball mm. because they cannot run the risk mm. of Michael fucking Jordan getting that basketball. And he basically took like six months off, put on like... 20 kilos of muscle mm. came back and beat the shit out of all of them yeah. and just shoved his way through. They're like, okay, we're going to do that again. And he, there's footage of him and he just like cuts through them like butter. And you're mm. like, mm. what? How did you, what are you? It's like, yeah. <laughs> I, I saw the problem. I saw the solution. I did it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Went off and trained with a league of shadows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And they hint towards that in the first Space Jam movie because, like you, Tim, I hadn't seen it in probably 15, 20 years until earlier this week. And I was like, oh, it would have been a couple of weeks ago now. Watch it a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, this is just a Michael Jordan movie. <laughs> and having and seen, he's not a good actor. Having <laughs> seen The Last Dance between my first time and my second time. Yes. I was like, oh my God, this makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. A lot of he's, context. He's just being Michael Jordan the whole time. I, and I, everyone is just like, oh my God, you're the best, Michael. Granted, there's a few jokes about the whole baseball thing. Mm. I thought that was just plot. I thought I was like, oh, that's silly. He's a basketball guy. Because obviously you're not in that world. You don't understand. It's like, no, that's what happens. It's a legit mm. thing. And his, da- and his dad was a baseball player. And it was like him sort of getting back at his dad, both positively and negatively. Yeah. Like a tribute to him, but also fuck you, dad. I'll be a better baseball player than you. Mm. So it's like this whole Mad. mega deep thing. And I'm like, I did not pick up on any of this when I first watched Space Jam. I thought it's it was just cartoons like... and basketball. It never occurred to me. Yeah. It's a Michael Jordan movie. Also, there's the Looney Tunes. Mm. It's like they're fucking secondary in that film. It speaks so much to how huge a star he is at the time that there is no effort made to like, like in a new in a new legacy. There is a kid character that's like, oh, here's your audience stand-in, and like he has this whole arc where it's meant to be LeBron's son, and it's like, yeah, oh, it's all about their relationship and whether like LeBron can be a good dad and whether he like takes his kid's interest seriously or just trying to force him into basketball or like pushing him too hard, letting him be a kid, all this kind of stuff. There's none of that in the original Space Jam. It is just, it is a movie movie for kids about a man who has... This is why Michael Jordan is fucking amazing. It's both like (laughs) how great he is, but it's also like about this kind of weird, uh, like... The melancholy—it's almost like the Ozymandias thing. It's like the melancholy <laughs> of having def- having no more lands to conquer. Uh, That's basically why he went and did. Ba- he, he's yeah, I've achieved everything in basketball. Yeah. I'm off to do baseball. Because... Just does golf and gambles and is like, you yeah, know, well, yeah. fuck it, I need something yeah, to live. Yeah, because um, yeah, he would. If anybody challenged him to a bet or anything, he would always take it. Yes, he said, like, "You've got a gambling problem. I haven't got a gambling problem. I've got a competition problem." Hmm. He's like one of the most competitive people 
in the history of the world because he yeah. could never turn down a challenge in anything. He would like race people in the streets mm. and just all this crazy shit mm. and just because somebody would be like, hey, Michael, but you can't do the thing. Like, just watch me, motherfucker. Let yeah. me take your house from you. Like, yeah, what? yeah. And, and he, of course, him being mega, super, super duper, There's uber no rich at the time, he can just do what he likes, gamble away. He gambled away like cars and houses and millions and millions of dollars because somebody said like, hey, man, like, this is a bad example because it's a very British thing. But like, but you can't flip that beer mat up and be like, yeah, million dollars says I can. There you go. Well, it's, it's, like, it's the tiny the little thing off the in... wall, the quarters off the wall. Thing, yes, that yeah. was it. Yeah, yeah. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, it's, yeah, he, he's, because I'm not a competitive person at all. Oh, yeah, I don't rise to that shit. I mm. couldn't give a shit about winning or losing games particularly. I'm like, oh, I enjoy myself. That's fine. I love playing with very competitive people. Your wife being one of them. She's a fucking psycho. <laughs> she, she's the Michael Jordan of the Stogden family. That's why we have nothing. <laughs> and gambled it all away. away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I find that like rewatching Space Jam with the, the lens of the last dance. Yeah. So fascinating. And then you're both totally right talking about a new legacy. None of that shit. LeBron James just seems like a nice dude who's a decent dad, I guess. And there's a bunch of Warner Brothers characters in it. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so here's here's a contra maybe maybe a controversial statement. Um, I mean, there's still people reading for my, what you guys are like. Do a LeBron James versus Michael Jordan, who was the better basketball player? No, that, <laughs> um, partly, but no. Um, we, we are not remotely qualified to make judgments in that area. And yet here we go, <laughs> wading in hip deep. No, no. Um, I think people are still probably reeling for us saying we don't like Space Jam, the first film. They're probably still like. Something mm. we say is suspect that follows, but I think. Space Jam is a very unremarkable film. And by that, I mean... I know exactly what you mean. It's not Who Framed Roger Rabbit. That's what it's not. I mean, there's, 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 <laughs> there's one shot I feel in... Like there's the shadow of Roger Rabbit over oh, yeah, Space it's, Jam. Yeah, it's there. So much. Yeah. I don't know how much we mentioned Space Jam in our fucking uh, live-action cartoon thing. We're like, we brought it out probably, but not that much. I think we, I think we avoided it because we knew we, we knew had this coming. Yeah. But basically, um, there's one shot where they go... As, it's, Bugs and Daffy going through uh, Michael Jordan's house, and it's yes. a tracking shot. That's mm. a really difficult shot with perspective stuff. And they sneaking do, down the corridor. That's yeah, one they do the, a yeah, lot yeah. of very interesting yeah. things out. So it's, it was very much a case of, I think it was in the last dance, they talk about how Jordan's like, I'm only going to do this because I'm the best, so on and so forth, mm. if you're doing the best mm. in the animation side of things. And I, I, it's I, also, it's also yeah. very early, not super early, because like Beauty and the Beast and Lion King and stuff have come out at this yeah. point, but it's got some early integration of like cgi yes. animation into mm-hmm. traditional 2d panel yeah. animation yeah. and stuff and it's like the thing, that it's, it's pushing boundaries in what it's doing which i respect but this is what i mean by unremarkable um the reason people remember space jam is like oh it's because this song is so fucking good oh mm. it's because it's a great film it's because i watched it so, no 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 it's because it was inevitable it was mm. a crossover in the same way that i love lucy and superman crossed over mm. it's like these two properties were kind of too big and too from two disparate crowds that you could kind of maybe the Venn diagram between sports and cartoons. Mm. Yeah, sure. But it's like, these are cartoons from the thirties that are having a resurgence. And this is a sport that's very popular in America. And this guy is the face of it. Mm. Should we just sling him one of these movies? It's like it, the cultural footprint is all of that nineties culmination that you brought up, Tim. It's everything there. And that's the epicenter. Mm. This just happens to be a film. If it was a song, if it was a TV series, if it was anything, it would be the exact same reaction. Mm. The, the reason, like, for example, if I say, uh, what are the names of the bad guys? Oh, you know, the, 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 the people usually quote like the trailer or something, say, you know, you, you know, the dream team, well, we're the mean team. It's like, yeah, yeah, what are the characters' names? So 
like, oh yeah, well they got bugs. No, 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 no. the bad guys. Oh, oh, they're, oh, 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 they're called the Monstars. Yeah, what are their individual names? Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't know. It's yeah. not fucking because it, it doesn't fire matter. Water or whatever the fuck it is. They're named after zero. It's Bupkis, Zilch, Nada, mm -hmm. yeah, zero, and something else. Exactly, something like yeah. That, okay. And that's that's, that's what they I'm never saying. say that out loud. No, they call them the Nerdlux. Yes. Very briefly, once mm -hmm. in the entire film. Yeah. And that is like the canonical name for those weird little goblin boys. Yeah, exactly. But that's kind of the point. That's it. It's that it, it doesn't have the footprint we think it is. Can you it's... name Danny DeVito's character? Yeah. What's the theme park they come from? All that sort of they stuff. They do say Moron Mountain quite They a do lot. say for, for yeah, a mount, but, but more people remember that, yeah. having not seen the film since yep. they were kids. Yeah, and they're aliens from space and um, there's basketball and Bill Murray's They in it. come and play basketball. That's it. I mean, I think we've we've already touched on the thing that the things that people remember are the ephemera around it. Yes, they exactly. remember. They remember the not necessarily your hype because it wasn't like it was like oh my god finally, <laughs> um, but but the it's the saturation. It's the, the 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 publicity, the satur the saturation in in kind of cross media stuff and mm. happy me toys and all this bullshit. Yep. Um, and they remember the music and they remember the like toys and stuff like that. The film itself is very unremarkable. And it's fascinating to because both of these films are so cynical Very much uh, so. in, in terms of their production and, and to a way that seeps into the films that they can't really avoid. But they're cynical in fascinatingly different ways that, yeah. I, that I could spend ages picking apart, I feel like. Um, but the first... There's entire video essays on both. Yeah. Which I have watched. The first, <laughs> the first Space Jam is bad not a lot happens in it. The stakes are remarkably low, um, and there's very li little effort made to make it feel like much is happening at all. Yeah. Um, there's a whole commentary around the Nerd Lux and Swatch Hammer, whatever the hell he's called, the, the bad guy. Yeah. Um, they plan to basically enslave the Tudens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's a weird like commentary on slavery, and there's that animated scene with Michael Jordan like breaking out of the chains yes, and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, is this slavery commentary? Really? Is that what you're trying? No, 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 we're not. We're just doing a kids movie. Like, yeah. They dip their toes into some really weird, like, oh, it's yeah. a deconstruction of the American dream, <laughs> sort of. Yeah. Commentary on slavery, sort of, and how yeah. like an African American man can push himself to escape like. His working yeah. class upbringing and mm. like that, but it's not though. It's just a film about basketball and cartoons. Yeah, and yeah. Mostly that, Michael Jordan that has mm. remarkably little basketball in it. Absolutely, it takes a long while to get to the game, and the game doesn't last that long. Nope, nope. There is so much stuff in there that is golf uh, and uh, baseball. That is golf and baseball. Yeah, there's loads of golf and Larry Bird just playing yeah. golf with Wayne Knight. And, and Bill Murray. We, we make all these jokes in the commentary about like, oh, you know, kids love Casablanca references. Kids love Training Day references. The first film has that too. Yeah. Why oh, the fuck yeah. is Wayne Knight the set? I mean, other than he was in Seinfeld at the time and was it's very Jurassic popular. Park. Yeah, and it was in the Jurassic Park. From Jurassic Park. But like, what, what kids are calling <laughs> out for? Like, oh, I love Wayne Knight. <laughs> Mm. There's there's Pulp Fiction references in the oh, first, Pulp Fiction references. Um, you know, uh, which is Space surprisingly Jam. on point considering that film came out like two years prior. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really think any of the references really, except maybe, um, I think there's one. I can't even place what it is. It's like, oh, that's a content. We, we talk about in the commentary mm. saying, okay, that's quite recent. Mm. That one makes sense, I guess. It's not from like nine years ago. Yeah. Um, 
But you're right, Tim. It's 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 always been this way. It's yeah. just it was executed a little better. And there's there's so much in it about for people who don't remember, and we'll get to synopses in a minute. We will, yeah. The way that the the aliens get their basketball talent is from like stealing it from other basketball stars, which is obviously a chance for a lot of cameos. There's so much business go spent on like oh, these other stars have, have lost all their talent. What are they doing? The NBA is going to have to shut down. Here's yeah. the stars. Get, here's like fucking Charles Barkley getting therapy and talking about how he's not going to fuck Madonna anymore because it's taken away his basketball mojo. Yeah. Um, and all this stuff. And it's like, again, and it's, it's a question we ask so many times in the second film, <laughs> but there is a little bit of in the, in the first one of like, who is this for? Like, do kids really care about Michael Jordan? Like, yeah. they, they love Michael Jordan as the symbol of, of the thing, but, like, do they care about, like, this, this kind of weird attempt it makes to, like, get into his psyche and be like, ah, oh, you know, I've, I've reached the peak of my career. Where do I go from here? I guess I try baseball, but all these people are complimenting me even though I'm not that great at baseball. And, you like, know it's like, kids? Yeah. You know, you know what it's like, kids, when you're so good at something, when everyone looks up to you so much that they don't want to offend you uh, and they, they're all just being fake to you and just want you to get to, you know, sign this basketball, Michael, and like chasing you around and doing stuff for you. And you know, how, real you, how isolating that is, you know, to, to that when no one knows the real you. It's like it's, that is not. And I'm not saying like that all kids films have to deal with children. No, you know we've said that a few times in the past. Like, you, it's perfectly fine to have an adult uh, protagonist for a child's film, but like, these are not in any way universal themes that it's tapping into. Yeah, you're just waiting to the when is Bugs turning up? Yeah, exactly. There's for a film that is about that is in theory about Looney Tunes. The Looney Tunes take a while to show up in Space Jam yeah, and and Space Jam Two as well. And Space Jam Two, yeah, as definitely, well. exactly. There's a so one of the video essays I watched was the deification of Michael Jordan in Space Jam by Quality Culture, and he talked about how much he enjoyed the like oh so the highlight of the first film was seeing all the like different basketball players being in therapy and stuff, and then he goes like blah 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 maybe that's because I'm a huge basketball fan. I'm like that's exactly why that resonated with you. <laughs> I don't know who these fucking people are, so this doesn't mean anything well, to me. I mean, and some of it kid, is yeah. kind of I'm even watching as a thirty year old. Like, that's actually fair. I don't I know I've heard know the name Charles Barkley. Couldn't pick him out of a lineup. I was like, sure, probably that guy. I the mainly one of, one know of... that he gets played by Keenan Thompson on Saturday Night Live sometimes. Exactly. <laughs> There's the really short one whose name is Bugs, and he's the shortest player in NBA history. Yes, because, Bugsy. Because they say that in the film. Mm. Mm. And then there's the rest of them, who I and assume are very famous. There's the very players. tall white one who looks kind Larry of Larry Bird. That's uh, Larry Bird. No, I think. That Larry Bird's the old retired guy he plays golf with. See, uh, he's the other white. There's, guy. there's the there's the player that gets his talent sucked out. Who's very tall. He's white, and he kind of looks like he belongs on an Amish farm. Yeah, I think he does. Yeah. And I think he makes a joke about like, oh, I could go back to the farm. I guess. Yeah. I have no idea who that is. See, yeah, this is it. So I think a lot of people who go back and look at Space Jam, obviously look at it with the nostalgia, but also look at it through the kind of lens of, I love basketball, I know who these people are, therefore I understand these references. Me as an adult, me mm. as a kid, not a clue on either end of this. Even, I've heard of LeBron James, I could probably, I know kind of what LeBron James looks like, and he said the same thing for New Legacy, it's like, oh, it's really cool to see what's-his-face with the thing turned into a spider or whatever, it's like, <laughs> 
I don't know who any of these people are. Credit to them for including female basketball players. And yeah, stuff. that's cool. Very cool. Not a clue who any of them are, so they don't resonate with me. And I guess there's in jokes there that I don't get. I don't know. Probably. I don't know. I should say. Style. Mugsy, not Bugsy. Ah, oh, name is curse M- you, Bugs Bunny. M- Mugsy Bogues. A Mugsy Bogues. Before we get tweets. <laughs> They'll have already paused and tweeted. Yeah. Um. So this is a good segue to to, to Space Jam and New Legacy because the Space Jam sequel people have been, and I say this very loosely, been crying out for for ages. And by that I mean nobody wanted except when in the mm, late 2000s, early 2010s, people realized that the Space Jam website was still live. Yes. Yes. From the 90s. It was all like so very 90s. And people were like, oh God, Space Jam. Do you remember Space Jam? Mm. And then of course, one of us thought, someone wants a Space Jam. Yeah. We better go make a show. And they, they couldn't get off the ground. They tried, and who are going to get this the new thing? And the problem is, there is no new Michael Jordan. Mm. Yeah. Because, and this is what I was getting to earlier. No, I'm not doing a comparable of who is the better, who has the best numbers. No, they're very different personalities. LeBron can kind of act a little he's a, bit. He's a better actor than Michael yeah. Jordan. Fuck um, me. The state of basketball is very different. The state of Warner Brothers and Looney Tunes is different. The state mm. of how we absorb... The state of celebrity. Exactly. Yes. It's, so, yeah. it's, it's incomparable. And so to release... And, and, and when Tim said, you know, it's, it's such of its time and it's, you know, released in that moment and it feels, you know, uh, like the zeitgeist epicenter of mm. uh, inevitability. Space Jam, whatever the sequel is going to look like, no offense... Jack, you're fixing this. Ah. Will always be a sense of, well, why are we doing this? Yeah. What's the point? And well, I don't feel like I get one. these sequels quite a lot. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, let's do Paul Blart 2. Said so no one ever, uh, except they did. Yeah. Well, Space Jam 1 made a lot of money. True. Space Jam 2, yeah. they will blame on the pandemic. Mm. Yeah. But, and cost but, a lot but of it, money. It, it's, yeah. it's so fundamentally built on nostalgia because again, people have those fond memories of it because they're not really remembering the film. They're no. remembering everything around it. Absolutely right. Um, and that's why the cultural footprint of the first film is actually misremembered. Yeah. It's almost Mandela effect in a way. It's like, oh, no, I remember it being good. Now you remember all the stuff around it and you yeah. being younger. Space Jam A New Legacy is remarkably forgettable and most importantly is less of its own thing because it's so desperately trying to be everything else. It's Space Jam and New Legacy is so complicated where Space Jam is so simple. Yeah, you want to like, fuck that spe- spe- <laughs> uh, <laughs> Space Jam is, al- is almost simple to a fault. Like yes, because yes. Michael Jordan obviously had so much like control over this project and like you can kind of feel his influence over it of like, okay, this is what the story's got to be about. Yeah. And it's about me. It's about, oh, okay. it's about me. Thanks, Michael. Yeah. And so in a lot of the places where you'd be like, okay, well we need something here to like heighten the drama a bit, or like we need, we need something here to kind of like, you know, push the story in a different direction and like make it more, you know, interesting or, or kind of bring up the stakes or whatever, ring some additional drama out of this premise. That stuff never happens in the first space jam. It's no. It's just scene. We, scene, we, scene. It, it's just we fuck around for about forty minutes with like it feels like there's about half an hour where there's barely any cartoon stuff at all. We get like a introduction to the the mons the nerd lux, I should say, and they're oh, like they're the monsters. Their scheme. Then we get a lot of Michael Jordan, <laughs> and then we get Michael. The, the 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 scheme starts happening. Michael Jordan gets like abducted taken off to Toon World. The basketball game is remarkably short. 
Um, money. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because it costs a lot of money to do. And then the resolution is incredibly simple. And like you say, yeah. it's the, the, I think the official running time for the film is like 88 minutes and about eight minutes of that are the final credits. Yeah. It is, it is in and out of there. It is so straightforward. It is almost kind of, you, you're kind of waiting, yeah. or at least I was watching it. I was like, mm, there's got to be more to it than this. It's like, <laughs> oh no, there is not. And hey. it's fascinating because I'm sorry to cut you off today. I'm, yeah, I yeah, go for it. It's fascinating because I don't know when studios stop doing that. And I'm not saying we should, but you who's your primary demographic? What's kids? Mm. Sure, fine. Um, what's a kid's attention span like? That's well, gonna be short. We're gonna get them out as fast as possible. Mm. Great, 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 great. TikTok, uh, like six seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, just to clarify, um, how many of these screenings can we show in a day? Well, as it's a short film. Tons of them. Mm. Okay, and the tickets are price, ticket price. Yes, mm. great. So why am I showing you a two and a half hour movie yeah. all the time with half an hour trailers yeah. that kids are getting bored by? I mean, I'm, uh, Sonic 2, I'm actually, I much really enjoy Sonic 2. I'm like, how is this two and a half hours, guys? Yeah. 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 It's a factor I don't think a lot of people think about when it comes to the marketing and the budget and the production of these movies. That runtime does actually have a factor in, as you said, Matt, how many times you can put a screening on per day mm. for these mm -hmm. massive releases. And the difference as you build it up over a day, let alone a week, let alone a month of screenings, that is a huge difference. That's like hundreds of times, hundreds of tickets per screening of this film that is the difference. So going from an hour and a half in the first one to just under two in the second one here doesn't sound like much, but good Lord, does that you, second oh film God. really, really yeah. feel much longer than the first one. Yeah, for, for how ridiculously simple the first one is and could do with some more stuff going on or at least just 10 minutes just just like boot <laughs> out half of the michael jordan stuff or not even the michael jordan stuff get rid of the baseball and golf get, bollocks get rid of yeah. all the stuff where nothing is really happening the other basketball people yeah and have him do more weird adventures with the looney tunes or teach them important life lessons or whatever that would you know make it a more interesting film a new legacy there's so much fucking going on in that. It is so overloaded yeah. with stuff. What was the quote you had before, before we watched it, Tim? You were like, oh, I can't really get into the new Smash Bros. Built, um, games yes. because there's just so much going on the screen. There's like multiple characters, yeah. explosions, yeah. particle effects and everything. And I was like, and Matt just looked over. And <laughs> went, That's this movie. That, that, That's there the are next so many two hours of your I'm life, like, Tim. Boys, you ain't ready. Um, it was... <laughs> There were so many groans, yeah. and then Matt would kind of look over and be like, the you-ain't-seen-nothing-yet look that he gives us. Should we do synopses now before we get into lambasting a new I legacy? Agree. Because I, I think yeah. most yeah. people, this will, be most people will have seen Space Jam, and well, people of a certain age will have seen Space Jam and will roughly remember yeah. it. Mm. I Again, don't think many people happened. saw this film no. if they could avoid it. <laughs> I'm uh, doing a new thing this season. I'm trying to, at least. Uh -oh. It's called... What? So I'm trying to do the synopses and the... Because I, I, I did a thing where I read through a Wikipedia synopsis at one point and I go, Why are these, these are very short. And it cuts off so much stuff. And we get so broiled down into all the bits and pieces that we end up talking for hours and hours, which isn't a bad thing. It's more content. But at the end of the day, this is the prompt to talk about the thing. So I don't have all the subplots. So here we go. Space Jam, 1996. If you're nice and ready. Tracking the prestigious career of Michael Jordan, the basketball legend announces he will retire and pursue a career in baseball. There's a flashback for one about him and his dad. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it opens with a kid Michael Jordan playing in, mm -hmm. and he's like, oh, come back, when, come back inside when you next miss a shot. Yeah. And he doesn't for like an hour and a half. 
Because maybe, Michael Jordan has always been the best player of all time. Yeah. Exactly. And also, Michael Jordan is better than most adult players. Prodigy. Yeah. And then in classically, it's one of those things like, and then it cross dissolves and like, okay, so he never left that yeah. thing ever then. Yeah. And, it, and he also, never came back in. Ah, you've, ah, father, you have given me a challenge. Yeah. Uh, yes. It's the beginning of the competition. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this isn't a weird plot point, by the way. It's art imitating life. Meanwhile, in outer space, Mr. Swaghammer, the owner of a failing theme park named Moron Mountain, uh, learns nice. about the Looney Tunes and believes they will be the attraction that will revitalize his park. Um, that's the plot, ladies and gentlemen. That's it. That's but yep, the story. But you forgot that bit. Uh, that he's he wants to enslave to... the tunes to make them work in his park. Which is weird because the tunes are already slaves to Warner Brothers. I don't really. That's how they're in this oh, movie. They're not that's, sentient. That's deep, man. So what's far the too meta and clever for Space Jam? Space Jam or Two, is two it? would try it. <laughs> yeah. Swackhammer sends his minions, the Nerd Lux, to capture them. When the aliens arrive, Bugs Bunny challenges them to a game of basketball owing to their small stature. These are tiny little, as uh, Jack said, little goblin creatures. So yeah, it's, it's Bugs being cocky. Like, yeah, basketball, Doc. It's like, yeah, that's a Bugs Bunny thing to do. Mm. It's the whole, um, yeah, you don't know about this. You're going to get screwed. One I, of my favorite jokes in that film is the whole, oh, we have to, you have to let us defend ourselves. It's in the rule book. And they've rewritten the rule book. It says the rule of engagement or like combat or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a post-it note in the middle that just says, let them defend themselves. Right, it says it in the book. We've got to follow the rule book. <laughs> I also like that the, the way they gather all the Looney Tunes together is for a union meeting. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, the Nerdlucks agree and then turn up at various games to steal the power of basketball superstars. Uh, cue cameos of people. And mm. because of the, how this film was going, it's like I, as a kid, didn't know if that was Michael Jordan's real dad or real family mm -hmm. or real house. Or real basketball players. I mean, it's definitely not his real fucking house because Absolutely it has him. Not. It has him living in a normal, size. a normal suburban house, a suburban house, uh, and yeah, Michael Jordan at the peak of his career, glacial mansions. Yeah, sort of, yeah. Anyway, uh, this turns them into giant, uh, extremely proficient players. So as they steal their powers and become huge mm -hmm. monsters, as they're monsters, they're stars, they're monsters. Good Sylvester. It was, it, was, it was good, but good God, it was a no. fucking terrible line. Yeah. Like, uh, Portmanteau, though, badly. Anyway, Michael Jordan and his PA are out playing golf when Michael yep. is kidnapped by Bugs With Bunny. With Bill Murray. With Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Bill Murray and uh, Larry Bird. Larry Bird. And I must admit, I think this is, oh, this is a really arrogant thing to say. I feel that was the turning point when I started to go, I don't know if I like Bill Murray. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I've, I've never Why liked is Bill, Bill Murray in this fucking film? <laughs> if it was Jack Nicholson, I'd Do understand. Do you Jack know Nicholson why? Loves basketball. He, like, yes, because he loves basketball. Because he loves basketball. Yeah. And loves Michael Jordan. Yeah. He does the whole, I wish I was Michael Jordan. Well, you're Bill Murray, but, but yeah, again, I wish I was Michael it, Jordan. It is exactly the same question that we will ask so many times in a new legacy. I, who is this for? Uh, for Bill Murray. Who are, who are the kids calling out? It's like, no, because it's, because it's Michael. It's, 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 cor it's corporate synergy and like weird cronyism of like, Michael Jordan being like, hey, hey, uh, Bill, you're in films. Do you want to come be in my films? Like, yeah, I'll be in your film. For like, five minutes, twice. Yeah. So, yes, uh, Michael is then kidnapped by Bugs Bunny. Um, after a brief introduction, Bugs begs for Michael to help. We need your help! That thing. Upon meeting the alien monsters, Michael agrees, because, you know, that man can't say no to a fucking challenge. Mm. Uh, but I think he does it because... I don't know why he does it in the movie. I think he just does it because he's a good person. He's the hero. It's I think expected he, of him. Because he's... The best. And he likes... Uh, Challenge. Uh, Bugs Bunny. Has a weird homoerotic relationship with Bugs Bunny. He does. Um, who doesn't? Anyway, um, anyway, so they agree and they form the Toon Squad. 
uh, they train, but are clearly terrible and uncontrollable next to the, uh, ex- their mm. exceptional rivals. Copy and paste that sentence for Space mm. Jam 2 in about five minutes. Yeah, now. fucking hell. I mean, I feel like somehow Space Jam 1 puts more emphasis on it and does it better, though. It does. It does. Weird. Well, we'll get into the incomprehensible nature of Domball in a Fucking in a Domball! <laughs> anyway, it's worth noting that one of the Toon Squad's only capable players is Lola Bunny. <laughs> She's hot! And she enters the room awakening something confusing in a lot of viewers. <laughs> Lola Bunny is a point of contention because in the sexy. new film, which we'll get to later, it's not sexy um, enough. Before Zendaya, and yes. the performance is literally just fine because everything yep. else's performance is fine. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Doesn't get much to do. But it got a lot of backlash from twat bows on the internet saying, <laughs> I can't masturbate to that. <laughs> but if you go back and watch Space Jam 1, it is uncomfortable. And I'm not saying that, oh, yeah. contemporary lens, blah, blah, blah. It's like, nah, it felt fucking weird back then too. Yeah. As a kid, I was like, Go and watch Beastars instead if you need to. Oh, yeah, if, if you want to... Mm. <laughs> Jack's onto something there. <laughs> it's on Netflix from last time I checked. It is. Beastars is an interesting series. It is. Um, Genuinely good series. Anyway. Full of weird furry moments. It's rabbit sucking off a wall. Anyway, back on Earth. Uh, the en- um, That's not even an exaggeration. <laughs> back on Earth. The NBA stars demonstrate their shit at basketball now. They do like weird zombie walking and terrible acting and stuff. Yeah, oh. I can't, I can't do yeah. this anymore. Oh, ball bounced in my face because I can't catch it. Like, yeah, oh, no. Uh, Mr. Swackhammer arrives to watch the game, and the first half goes as badly as expected. Uh, Michael's PA Stan sneaks into the alien locker room and learns they are only good because they stole the skills of NBA players. And I'm like, looking back on the Mars doing the synopsis, I was like, oh yeah, they don't immediately know that for some reason. Mm. Because obviously, they wouldn't know about the thing going on Earth at the same time. Whatever, that's fine. I don't mind that bit. It's just all like, oh yes, they're now. Not the people with... I don't know how they then... Oh, it's these guys from earlier who look nothing like the thing at all. I mean, like, oh, are you like their older brothers or some shit? <laughs> it doesn't make a lot of sense how they became that and we're all like, yeah, it's normal. But mm. I, I don't yeah. have cartoons. Yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, Wayne Knight figures what's happened. Basically, Oh my God, mm. terrible. Michael and Bugs boost morale by convincing the tunes to drink Michael's secret sauce. His special juice. His, his special stuff. His special stuff. The, the, the real... Basketball was the friends we made along the way. Yeah. Um, this gives them the power to play better, largely utilizing cartoon physics, trickery, and dare I say it, looniness. Mm. I don't. <laughs> uh, the match levels out, so Swackhammer and Jordan increase the wager because now I know that that's exactly the kind of person Jordan yeah. is. Um, if the Toons win, the aliens have to not only leave, but give the NBA players their powers back. I would have thought would have been a condition anyway, but yeah. it had to be said, apparently. If the monster. This, this is what I mean about like. It doesn't really raise the stakes at any point in an interesting way. It's yeah. like, was that, was that, was that what they were going to keep? Yeah. Those powers for what purpose? Yeah. To be tall. Yeah. But actually, we find out later they would like to be tall, but there we go. Um, if the monsters win, however, Jordan will become a new attraction at Mora Mountain. And it's like uh, this sort of dystopian sort of silhouetted image of him signing endless contracts. I'm like, and, and, and signatures. It's the slavery mm. imagery and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, it, it's some, a brief moment of very non-Looney Tunes-esque animation. Yep, it is. It's very odd. It's, mm. it's kind of DC animated universe almost. Yeah, like almost. Very dark yeah. It's, it's like that of... meets Soviet animation. That's true. It's very propaganda It's true, yeah. Who is this movie for? Um, <laughs> Soviets? So yes, he will be uh, enslaved uh, via contract. So, Swackhammer agrees, and while the match is close, in the last 10 seconds, Michael launches into the air and extends his arm to win, and it is horrifying. Mm. Um, there is a moment in this earlier, because it's, it's this whole, like, Michael gets the idea of, like, 
oh, wait, cartoon physics apply here and he can do yeah. weird stuff, where Wayne Knight gets flattened and the flat Wayne Knight who then gets inflated, it's this very early CGI. Oh, it's bad. And it's so horrifying <laughs> to look at. It's kind of Son of the Mask level weird. Yeah. yeah. Creepy, horrifying, like body horror, but it's animated, yeah. so it's fine. Yeah. It's for kids, guys. It's Cronenberg is what it is, motherfucker. So, um... With the match over, the Nerdlucks are tired of being picked on by Swackhammer and quit. Firing him back to the, well, not back to the moon, to the moon in a missile. Because he's from Nerdman, isn't that the same thing? Um, the Nerdlucks return their abilities uh, to the NBA players and join the Looney Tunes. Because, you know, wacky cartoons. You belong here because yeah. you're another wacky cartoon. Like, yeah, fair enough. Okay. Makes sense. I wonder if they'll appear in the sequel. Uh, Michael Jordan then returns to Earth and to the world of professional basketball, which I didn't realize as a kid is something that actually happened. Actually yes. happened, yeah. Was off playing baseball, got, you know, trained and stuff, and then came back and was like, oh my God, it's a glorious return. So, oh, this was he's doing on his time off. Hmm. He was saving the world, sort of, except not the world, just those Himself five players. and yeah. the Looney Tunes. The, the scene where he gives the NBA players their powers back drags on for like twice as long as it needs to everybody touch the ball like, yeah what? yeah and he's like i don't i don't want to touch the- why should i touch the ball it's like why would they not want to touch like it's, it's michael gl- it's jo- glowing and michael jordan is there uh, i feel like they did a contractual thing where they have to show that they're good at basketball and we have to show them all doing good basketball things so no one would think they're shit and michael gave me these powers like no 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 i'm a good person i'm a good player therefore you show me Oh, I get the that. we've got our pow- we've got our powers back now. Oh, you mean hesitation just to it's get the, onto it. Yeah, there's like the scene where they're all just standing around being, and he's like, "Just touch this ball, and it'll get you your, you know, you all. Oh, that's all you need." And they're all like, "I don't want to touch the ball. Well, the ball looks weird. Yeah. Why should I touch the ball?" It goes on for like that's fair, just way too long, and it's just like, why would why would they not? It's almost like it's they're Michael in a Jordan movie. coming along and being like, "Hey." I know some weird stuff's happened, but I can. You've tried it, literally everything. We've had footage of you going to therapy and acupuncture oh, yes, and all this yes. stuff. And they're like, "Well, I guess we. I guess I've got to give up on basketball now." And then the best basketball player of all time comes along and goes, "Actually, all you need to do is touch this ball that you've been doing professionally, which for- is glowing and swirling with magical energy." Yeah. yeah, and they're all like, "Well, no, I'm not doing that." It's like, yeah. "Why the fuck not?" Touch my ball and have my secret stuff. You'll be fine. Exactly. We've all been there. Um, I made a little note at the end saying, oh, and Bill Murray is there at times and it's just very dry and very bad. Uh, Because he is, and it was. So, as we said before, it's a very breakneck film. And you're like, oh, that didn't sound like a lot of movie. It's not a lot of movie. No. Yeah. There's not a lot that happens. Taz cleans the room and goes lemony fresh. There's other... There are bits. (laughs) There are things. There's a lot of product placement. There is a lot of product placement. And like Wayne Knight just listing things. Hey, don't forget yep. your Nikes and go and get your McDonald's and do the thing and blah, blah, blah. He just lists a bunch of stuff. Yep. Like, okay. Just saying brands out loud because you're paid to say I'm brands kind of, I kind of feel sorry for Wayne Knight in oh, this film. Oh, me too. Yeah. He, he deserves paid. better. He did. He does and did, but he got, he got paid. He's fine. Uh, right. Space Jam, A New Legacy 2021. Strap yourselves in. 25 years after the original. To go to the serververse, ladies and gentlemen. Nope, That's... we won't be explaining what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Trains, cars, motorways. <laughs> it's Tron World, ladies and gentlemen. One Welcome day. to Tron World. I got in, but not willingly. As a child, future NBA champion LeBron James is chastised by his coach for playing video games. 
literally one kid hands him a Game Boy. He plays for over five seconds and his coach wants to kill him like he's caught him with a fucking needle. Yeah. He's like, what are you doing? You're throwing your life away, kid. Yeah. So it's ridiculous. He, so then LeBron James at 12 or 13 or however old he's meant to be throws the Game Boy in the trash. Yeah. Don't need this expensive thing at the time. Yeah. I will now start my path of hatred for video games. So, and so begins a lifelong hatred in LeBron James as his heart is hardened and only has room for basketball. In the present day, LeBron encourages... Oh, yeah, he becomes LeBron James and he's fucking huge. And it's just like, here he is, being everywhere. He's a big time skip, just like the first But he's one. not Michael Jordan huge because there is a now, because of the internet, wider reach. We know, obviously, that unfortunately with the death of Kobe Bryant, obviously it's awful, but yeah, th- there are other names we are aware of in mm. the industry. And you're like, yeah, I know these people. I know, um, I was like, Rodman was part of that whole uh, Chicago Bulls oh, run. Dennis Rodman. But, but the point is that... Um, we, LeBron James is another name people know. Yeah. I've heard of LeBron James and I don't give a shit about basketball. There we go. So, so and it's I the know whole... what LeBron James yeah. looks like, give or take. Like, yeah. I now do. It's burnt into my fucking retina. <laughs> but <laughs> even before that, if you tell me, like, name a basketball player, I'd be like, I don't know, Michael Jordan. Name another one. Uh, Kobe Bryant. Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal. Because of Shaq Fu. Exactly. Yeah. And he was in AEW for a bit. Yeah. Um, Classic. Shaq did some wrestling. And yeah, LeBron James is there in my, like, top three, top five basketball players i could name that's about it yeah like, i mean yeah. that's the, that's the he's ex- a massive name like you said he's not michael jordan superstar taken no. over the world one of the like most revered athletes in the history of the world type thing mm. but he's a fucking mega star oh yeah and he, he is one of the people who gets compared to michael jordan yes. he, he's in the even after this film came out like people been like one-on-one though mm. lebron james michael jordan in their heyday you know, like twenty-five-year-old mm. Jordan, twenty-five-year-old oh, yeah, yeah. James. Mm. Who the fuck's gonna win? Blah blah mm. blah. Some people argue that LeBron James would beat Michael Jordan one-on-one. Mm. Some people are like no oh, fucking yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But the fact that they're having that conversation, you're totally right there, mm. Tim. The fact that he's even in that conversation shows what an absolute superstar he is. Yeah, and that's that's I think that's why, for example, we'll well, we'll talk about this now. Get this movie made was a nightmare. It's always been a who the fuck's gonna be in it. It's always gonna be what does it look like? It's all I say. It's been just where things are sort of circling the mm. internet, never with any real seriousness, and now it's. When it picked up speed, it was like, okay, oh, we're going to go with LeBron James. Mm. It's like, yeah, that makes sense. There aren't a lot of other people you could go for who would have that much international yeah. appeal, but also st- still not the same. No. And also, neither are the Looney Tunes. And one of us know this, as yeah. we will get to in a minute. Yeah. So uh, in the present day, LeBron encourages both his son Darius and Dominic to follow in his footsteps and enter the world of basketball. But Dom has hopes to become a video game designer. That's right, video games, LeBron's mortal enemy. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of a message to this movie, isn't it? Yeah, fuck games. Dumbball. Warner Brothers reach out to Warner Brothers. Again, this is, uh, and within months, I'd seen uh, Matrix Resurrections, which also had Warner Our parent company, Warner Brothers, wants to make another Matrix film yeah. mm. or Just game. Just a big meta commentary uh-huh. about, yeah. It, yeah. It, I mean, they, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Fuck. I mean, we sums we're, it up quite nice. We're recording this like while Warner Brothers is essentially collapsing in yes. on itself, and who knows what hemorrhaging of it. billions of dollars. As we Tim yeah. made a very good joke as they were going through the servers and the servers of the uh, the Warner Brothers HQ, and goes, "Oh, oh, oh, it's Batgirl." Yeah. <laughs> it, it is in it is in free fall at this point, and Discovery's bought it, and. Who the fuck knows what's going on? Mm, yeah. This is the I thought I saw like a rumor thing today saying, "Oh, this guy here is the new potential Feige dude." And yeah, it's like yeah, 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 yeah. 
The fact that you're even still saying the fact, other studios. The fact that they can only afford to put out two films this year. That's insane. Damn, um, I saw a great, and, and funnily enough, a Space Jam relevant thing, oh. which was, uh, it was like Warner Brothers since 1990 or something. Um, and it had uh, that scene from the classic uh, Looney Tunes cartoon where it's Daffy Duck as Robin Hood. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's got him, but it's got like the Warner Brothers logo in, 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 superimposed over his head. Mm. And he goes to swing from the tree oh, yes, and, yes, yes, yes. and smacks into it. And it's like Time Warner or AOL, I think, at first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he goes and swings and smacks into another tree and it's Time Warner. And then another one and it's AT&T. And then another one and it's Discovery. Discovery. And yeah. It's like, yeah, very true. This is your life. All now. these mergers and all of them seem to have just, f- just fucked com- completely. Every, every time mm. the creative suffers as a result. Oh, oh, entirely. You get a handful of really good Warner Brothers films, but it's hard to. Well, I think he brought this up actually when we talk about uh, highest grossing films at some point. In the nineties and the two thousands, early two thousands at least, Warner Brothers was everywhere and everything. Yeah, and was releasing the biggest films until. Disney just rolled its sleeves up and went fuck this mm. in the mid two thousands. Um, and but also with and stuff because they started getting acquired. Yeah, and they and it was then business interests going, okay, that's great. We love that you're making a lot of money. Now mm-hmm. let's tighten up the bills. So let's just up those profit ratios a little bit more, and let's stick our oar in and start. You know. Let's make this just a little worse. Yeah. It's a little bit more worse. It's like, this yeah. is now inedible. Like, and obviously oh. they've had huge successes, the Harry Potter stuff and stuff since then. Well, that was, their, that was their, the last big Warner Brothers stuff. Yeah. That was the last big, like, we are, we are dominating the box office. Yeah. Um, and then they've just been kind of spiraling. And then yeah, there's like, oh, there's all these great examples. Like, are there? Yeah. But yeah. So Warner Brothers, very software Warner Brothers, reach out to LeBron and pitch a film deal. Sort of. Based on the machinations of AI software Al G Rhythm. <sighs> I got so angry early in this film. Really did. Uh about the way that Al G Rhythm is introduced, the complete nonsense of it, the fact that it just dives straight into being like, hey, here's Don Cheadle inside a computer with a sidekick, and he's a program that Warner Brothers have maybe made or he's come to life within their servers. I feel like he's done he's... an Agent Smith and like become sentient in the Well it just gives you it gives you nothing. No. It doesn't even there's no explanation over whether is this something that Warner Brothers made and has gone wrong? Is this something that has just infected their system? Like there's there is nothing. Yep. It's just there and Sarah Silverman is relying on it to make Films. Yep. Apparently. She'll get an email. And Stephen Young as well. Yes, exactly. She'll get an email and say, I've got an idea. LeBron James in films. He goes, Ooh, LeBron James in films. We'll mm. arrange a meeting with LeBron James. And then I guess the algorithm produces an animation. And Warner Brothers says, It's also sent as this. Ooh. And then LeBron, actually, I'll wait to in a second, but yeah, he, he, he effectively rejects it, which we'll get to in a minute. And then it's like, oh, what a dumbass thing for the algorithm to do. Yeah. It's, like, it's mm, mm. and as Jack said in the commentary, I think that Tim said the same thing. There's the idea here of what people think an algorithm is. Uh, and it's like, oh, it's not our fault, these things shit. It's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> there are producers. Yes. And they are always to blame. Yeah. And servers don't have algorithms. Nope. start. And somebody programmed that algorithm, if it exists. So 
Somebody's at fault here. They're yeah. not taking the blame. Yeah. So they produce this little video. And by the way, the algorithm itself, algae rhythm. Mm. Um, it's just Don Cheadle. It's just Don Cheadle. I don't know why Don Cheadle, because Don Cheadle's in Warner Brothers movies. So yeah. I don't yeah. know. The, the algorithm thought, I'll look like this. And then. Again, so sure. little. It is remarkable that you can look back on Space Jam, which, as we as I've already kept hammering on, is like such a bare bones premise, mm. and go like, "Ah, oh, the world building in Space Jam is so much stronger." It is fucking weird, and a lot of it's based on like, half Space Jam is based on reality. I Michael yeah. Jordan's career. We don't have that here because I don't know what that's that's LeBron's home because, life is like because the in in Space Jam, the the monsters and Slackhammer or whatever his name is. Swackhammer. Swackhammer. I do apologize. Um, <laughs> Put some respect on that name, <laughs> yeah. Tim. Danny goddamn DeVito. Because they are explicit, they look like cartoons. They come from a cartoon and their their uh-huh. dealing is with the Looney Tunes to start with. And then other stuff gets roped into that. They so clearly come from that universe. Absolutely. But we're introduced to the algorithm as oh, this is a thing in the real world mm-hmm. and its interest is in LeBron James. So there's so many more questions to that because it, yeah. because when it's a cartoon, you just go, oh, of course it's, yeah. Of course there's aliens that, that want to enslave the Looney Tunes. That's basically what M- Marvin the Martian kind of wanted to do. Yeah. They've been I'm dealing with shit like that yeah. since the 1930s. Yeah. You know, to have it start off in the LeBron James side of the equation is such a weird choice. There's so many. I mean, this film yeah, is full of it, completely inexplicable choices. It really is. And and Tim was genuinely seething. And I looked over and thought, Tim, we haven't even fucking started. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's like, if you think about how the Looney Tunes exist in a uh, sort of in the center of the Earth alternate yes. part of our universe. Like, sure. okay, that's weird, but I get it. It's just a, it's a, it's a barrier, like fucking Pacific Rim. Yeah. Going along with it. Yeah. Fine. Moving on. There's portals and stuff. And it's like, like no, this exists in the server. Like, okay. All of it does. All the one of those properties, like okay, so the Looney Tunes aren't real; they're just algae rhythm. So where were they when they were cell animation? When did they become sentient? There's so much bullshit. You, I don't yeah. understand this now. Who who built this big thing in the Warner Brothers basement that can zap people into a computer? Yeah, it looks like the engine in Event Horizon. Yeah, and I don't understand <laughs> why it's there. <laughs> Where you're go- Wait, we're is- going, we don't need eyes to see. <laughs> is Event Horizon a Warner Brothers property? Like, good Lord, I oh, love that crossover. I think it might be uh, Where Paramount, we're going, but- we don't need balls to dom. <laughs> we won't need balls to dom. Okay, so we see a bunch of stuff, and it's basically like, it's a very tedious and tenuous pitch of like, look, LeBron, we, could, we know you're busy. We'll just use your image in stuff. So look, here you are as Mr. Freeze freezing Batman. It's like, oh, the bad guy. Sure, that makes sense. It's like, look, here you are in another movie. I don't get it. Are we re-releasing these movies? Am I? What, what am I? But we express this through some frowns from LeBron James and Dom, his son, going, ha ha ha, yeah! And Dom sees the benefit, apparently. Yeah. He's like so on if, board with it. If you've, if you've watched 30 Rock and seen the Seinfeld vision episode, it is essentially that. It is, hey, we're going to insert LeBron James into all these other popular properties we get because mm-hmm. LeBron James is popular. And so these films, these will get a boost. Pretty much it. And yeah. that that was a joke about how terrible executives are and the stupid decisions that they make. Mm-hmm. And here it's treated as cool and awesome, <laughs> sort idea. of seriously. It's it's almost like testing the water. Like 
hey, how do, how do you feel about this? No, I don't like it either. I don't like it. Don't worry about it. I'm not going to mm. do that. There is, As opposed there, to, I was just going to say, if you said yes, I'd have gone all in. Yeah. There is on the red. bones of a really great satire about That's true. Hollywood in Space Jam and New Legacy. Yeah. But that film is not the film that they are making. Not at all. I feel that's free, guy. Um, <laughs> so yeah. while Dom can see the benefit, LeBron knows only the court and walks out. He's like, no, this isn't, this is, this is a video game. It's a video game. What is it? No, I'm not doing this. It's like, no, it's a film thing. I, I, know, I, only, I only know basketball. I only care about the game. At which point the conversation changes very quickly because uh, Dom says how he plays, sorry, designs games. Mm. For some reason, the Warner Brothers execs are like, cool. And I guess they believe that's a thing they care about. I don't know. It's like, <laughs> oh, that's interesting. And immediately uh, LeBron stops the meeting and says, hang on, no, you're going to basketball camp. We're having an, hour, a, a, an adult and son fight in this boardroom which is thoroughly unprofessional. Mm. He goes, now I'm going to E3 game designer camp thing. I was like, oh, no, you're not. And, they, and he just storms out and the meeting's mm. over. Um, anyway. We, we've also seen his son working on a computer game. He has designed oh, a game yeah. called, called Domball. Because his name's which Dominic. Which is sort of like basketball, but it's, it's like basketball meets Tony Hawk. It's it's a Mario game. It's it's, it's Mario basketball. I mean, it's kind of NBA. It's power ups and it's shit. NBA Jam. Oh, there you go. That's exactly what it yeah, is. Yeah, the ball sets on fire and you get giant heads and you're all like and you've got it. Powered it up seems like it's more it. about like perform a cool stunt while you're doing it. And yes. Then very much the Tony Hawk things you said. It's more yeah. about the the performance as opposed to the actual. And like for example, it's like oh if I shoot from here it's three points. No 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 because I did this it gets style points. You do like, a oh, backflip okay. and then a springboard. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, a yeah. Little pad or whatever. Never really brought up ever again. So, uh, furious with this slight, algae rhythm lures Dom into the basement, which is always a great sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Don Cheadle lures a teenage boy into the basement. And absorbs him <laughs> into Tron world. Um, Welcome to Tron. What in the Tron hell? Except it's a Disney property, so you can't uh, talk about it. So Matrix it is. What in the Matrix hell? Put it in all the trailers like it made sense. Why is that even, why is that even supposed to... He's saying what in the fucking hell? Because no, that's not a what thing. In the fucking hell. People say what in the hell. What in the hell? Why has he added the word Matrix? It doesn't work as a phrase or a joke. It, I mean, I, Fuck. I vaguely understand what it's gesturing it towards because it's yeah, like, I understand oh, the gist. It's it's this is some weird Matrix shit. But he yeah. doesn't say this is some weird Matrix bullshit what or whatever. The, yeah. What in the all one word Matrix hell? Yeah. yeah on the what the fuck yeah. does that mean? Yeah, it's it's anyway. like the whole like what in the chicken beans i don't know what this is yeah. at all it's like, i'm lost for words matrix hell what in the matrix hell anyway uh lebron giving chase is also digitized I, uh, um al mocks lebron and imprisons him before challenging him to a basketball game for his freedom reasons because bugs he, has because a good he, reason he, he wants to get people to watch it as a live stream as thing. a live stream to then absorb them into the computer for reasons. Yes. <laughs> By the way, those executives, uh, Steve Ewan and um, uh, Sarah Silverman, we don't see them again. Never, never show up again. Never again. Doesn't matter. Warner Brothers doesn't know this is happening at any point. Yes, despite the fact that it's a global phenomenon and then absorbs people into their phones. Yep. Warner Brothers never pulls the plug. No. Because that is the most Warner Brothers thing to do. Just go, we can, we can save this. Yeah. Unless it's Batgirl, in which case, pull the plug now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, Al then exiles LeBron to Toon World to form his team, Follow, um, knowing full well that Toon World has been abandoned by everyone except Bugs Bunny. Mm. 
LeBron and Bugs navigate the various... I'm going to... This will be like whipping through. Skim through this, bollocks. Yeah. LeBron and Bugs navigate the various Warner Brothers properties and recruit the various tunes. Uh, so Le- LeBron's like, oh, I'll get Superman. He'd be great. It's like, no, I've got Daffy Duck. It's like, okay. And for some reason, the, the rest of the tunes are living in other... You know, like Warner Brothers properties. Yeah, it seems that Al G Rhythm uh, was like, you don't want to live in Toon World, go into the other ones. Yes. Essentially, we're not making any Looney Tunes stuff anymore, so go exist in these ones, and yeah. and maybe you'll get some work. Do you know what's great about Falcon and Leghorn being in uh, uh, Game of Thrones? Is all I can hear is Clegane saying, I'm going to have to eat all those fucking chickens. <laughs> <laughs> I'll eat the entire and- fucking chicken. And uh, as as we as we touched on in the commentary, it's kind of this weird meta commentary on mm-hmm. both the fact that Warner Brothers haven't done anything with Looney Tunes for a while and have fucked up all these other properties through executive meddling by going yeah. like, "Hey, let's let's uh, should we put this in here? Let's like, put this maybe leave this alone to the creatives. No, 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 I got a great idea. Yeah, yeah, sure. Anyway, um. There are many cameo things that don't make sense. Of all the properties they could have done, they went things like Casablanca World and Tim and Jack are screaming, who the fuck is this for? Yeah. Over and over and over. There's Maltese Falcon World. Casablanca World. Maltese Falcon and that's World. Me, saying, like, what about, and t- Tim had a great idea. Like, What happens if you brought the bad guys from these worlds rather than what we're going to get to in a second? And like, mm, no, because if it's Casablanca World, it's Hitler. And it's like... Yeah, Voldemort, Hitler, yeah. the White, the Knight's King. Yeah. That sounds great. The Droogs. Sure. Yeah. Fucking hell's sake. There's no Kubrick world. It's, it's a, I mean, we know it's there because the Droogs are in there. Yeah. But it's just a baby flown on the corner. Yeah. Just a giant space baby. The space child. Okay. So, um, we know the monkeys at the start of, um, uh, 2001 can throw. Yeah. So they're pretty good. They're pretty, they're pretty, like, throw some bar- sticks and yeah. rocks and poop. It's not, it's not sticks and poop. It's basketball. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Nailed it. Get, get Barry Lyndon on the court <laughs> with his, his, his duel. I feel um, like no one has ever said that sentence <laughs> in the history of mankind. This space jam movie needs Barry Lyndon. You boy, get Barry Lyndon on the court. <laughs> Listen to me very carefully. The world is in a lot of trouble. We need an actual and renewable source of energy. If we just put a generator and attach it to Stanley Kubrick's grave <laughs> and let him spin fast enough, <laughs> we will power the entire world. Put Barry Lyndon in space jam too. <laughs> And while we're at it, let's get eyes wide shot of Tom Cruise in there. <laughs> we can't, Fidelio! We can't do Michael Jordan for Space Jam 2. Who's the modern day equivalent yeah. of Michael? <laughs> Barry, goddamn Linda. Can we take him, Neil? Um, okay. Anyway. So we see a lot of stuff, including Rick and Morty and other bits and pieces. That, that's the most recent reference thing, Rick and Morty. That one's the one that feels like an actually contemporary-ish reference. That Game also, of Thrones, mm, yeah. Kids, yeah. teens would be interested in. Like, I know that. Yeah. Rather than most of the stuff. And Harry yeah, Potter. Well, yeah. Actually, it's Rick, and then they, they yeah. fly off for three seconds of screen mm. time, maybe. I've never seen and, that of, and of course, And of course, the other... Like, Rick and Morty works, A, because they're animated, and B, because you can actually get Justin Roiland to come along and do the voices. Yep. They, with all the Game of yeah. Thrones and the Harry Potter stuff, they never actually get. Oh, there's nobody. There's nobody from those things. It's just <laughs> like, silent. oh, have we'll a, a here's a dragon and here's a, a Quidditch player, uh, but we can't actually get any of the stars back to star in this thing because they all know it's a gigantic no, no piece of shit. This. Generic Quidditch boy. Like, mm, yep, <laughs> okay. Really reaching there. Like an AI version. It, it, it's like they've, uh, and we, we sort of talked about this in the commentary and we'll come back to it. 
it's like when you get those uh, Halloween costumes yeah. where it's like licensed where it's like yeah. wizard glasses boy. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay. Broom broom ball player. Yeah. <laughs> wizard sport man. Dragon queen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nazi? Um, <laughs> okay, so uh LeBron <laughs> LeBron does his best to train the group, but they are unruly and lack discipline. What? Which LeBron Surely not. hates. He does. He, if you come to this court, you come, you come correct, motherfucker. Ball. He does that a lot. Just ball. And the ball is sent in. Dumb ball. Dumb ball. I said regular ball, not dumb ball. Anyway, uh, the new tune squad meet Al's team for the first time. The Goon Squad. Video game avatars created by Dom. Ba- based on real life players. Scanned in with a Game but, Boy camera. But, but now let's throw some snakes on them. Yeah. Let's turn this guy into wet fire. Come out. (laughs) (laughs) Poor old Clay Thompson. Our our favorite character in this film. (laughs) Gets turned into a character that can do both, I guess, hydrokinesis and pyrokinesis, except he's he's just a bit wet and then he's sometimes on fire. He forgets them. So he's wet fire. And the the actor. It's like white mamba. (laughs) Eric Necker. She's a big spider lady. Oh my God. Wet fire. (laughs) And then they stop. The film stops to have the commentators say, Oh my god, wet fire? It's good because he's like really wet, but he's and also he's fire. fire. Yeah. It's like, <sighs> anyway, but they don't play basketball normally because they have video game power ups and abilities. And LeBron knows that's not basketball, Dom. You're disgracing the glorious game. <laughs> Al commences the game on Toon World, inviting a Ready Player One cavalcade of nonsensical cameos. As it well is as- straight up Ready Player oh, One for like. Very much is. Three minutes. Yeah. As well as televising the event worldwide. And by that, I mean sucking people in and they're like now also maybe hostages. Using a device that Dom as a 13 year old has made. Yes. That is both not that impressive, but also incredibly impressive. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, you you can take a photo and and do a 3D scan of this guy on your phone. Anyone's phone can do that. And it's like, yeah. And it has a weird like Game Boy camera. Yeah, yeah. On top of his just phone. got a laser on it. I have that on my phone. Polycam. You can do 3D scans of rooms with your phone right now. But this, this, was, this was like nine months ago. It's a big chunky movie. accessory. Yeah, has lasers just... coming out of it. So I understand. But it. also, then they use it to suck people into the internet, which is definitely not a thing. There's a scene where it's two. Um, yourself, Tim. There's a scene with two air stewards, and they're both just like, "Oh, it's starting!" And like, "What?" And they're watching this fucking basketball game in portrait mode, <laughs> and they get sucked into it. I thought, "Is is the." the pilots are they on there i hope yeah. not it's just, if you're on your phone at the time i guess but it's you know and they're like firefighters for example like, oh quickly watch this while we're putting out the fire yeah so one assumes there are countless deaths yes oh yeah absolutely yeah you know like surgeons who are on about to be called to a thing and they're like i'm just sitting in the break room at the moment oh what's this uh what's this Describes lebron james phone. thing going on it's Look, not going insane during the pandemic yeah yep. exactly and sucked off and absorbed oh not sucked off sucked away and absorbed the first half goes as badly expected, <laughs> uh, to, to quote Space Jam. Then LeBron allows the tunes to be wacky and use cartoon physics. At this point, LeBron apologizes to his son, helping Dom to see through Al's evil plan, and he joins the Toon Squad. I have missed off a lot of stuff there that doesn't matter. Yeah. The basketball is boring. They try to do a whole thing where Algae Rhythm like, sort of gets Dom over onto his side. It's very... Uh, Peter Pan son in Hook. It's it's so Hook. It's unbelievable. Um, yeah. But done very poorly because like 
it's just a bad film. I think they hadn't even realized they did it in Hook. So they didn't even like go look and say, oh, what did they do in Hook? Yeah. Oh, we should do that. Yeah. Uh, and it, yeah, they, it's just very bad. Agreed. Anyway, this brings the game level, but in order to win the deciding point, LeBron will need to take advantage of a glitch in Dom's programming. I.e., he fucking did a. a I'm not going to get into the, what it actually is, but he sort of streamed an alpha test of his game and tons of people were watching him and played with LeBron and said, oh, look, I put mm. this move in the game that you do. He said, oh, that's cool. And it's a moment they start to bond over this stuff. And, mm. you know. This is Le- right at the beginning of the film. It is right at the beginning in, of the film, yeah. In, in the real world. Yeah. And LeBron is like, you know, uh, oh, actually, you know what? There's a nice thing here where I'm bonding with my son. Maybe I don't hate video games. I was like, wait, this isn't real basketball. This is a mockery of my love. Um, but <laughs> this then, isn't a perfect simulator, you hasn't you fucking bastard what? um but then he does like his little step move and goes oh cool but you know but trying to do it the, it causes the character to glitch out and as we all know with glitches they're predictable <laughs> you just do them once and that's always gonna always gonna cause that glitch to happen it's like no nah, that's not how coding works but you know what doesn't matter um i don't know how code works in this movie, <laughs> fucking anything works to be fair to be, uh. so anyway in order to do this has to take advantage of the glitch but doing so will mean the death of the player Stakes are a little higher than, oh, by the way, these five NBA players won't be able to play basketball anymore. Yes. And still have lots of money. It, it, will, it will kill LeBron James. It will strand everyone in the internet. For, and something bad will, I guess they'll just be trapped there forever. Sure. We never quite understand what Algae Rhythm want, why he has sucked all the people into the internet beyond nope. just. No idea. Holding them hostage to keep them there forever, I guess. Yeah. Sure. Legitimacy. To delete the two of them. Because he's such a poorly written character and we have no idea what he wants. I mean, that's algorithms in general, I guess. Yeah. It? If you're being a bit generous, like the algorithm is not a thing. It's, it's, it's like this person, oh no, I know, you know, obviously Jack with SEO stuff will absolutely talk about yeah, algorithms. You could, the, but that's not what people think it is. You could go for a much more interesting version of that where it's like, well, I've been told to get the biggest audience possible. So I'm going to abduct all these people and force them to watch this thing mm-hmm. and trap them here and they'll always have to watch and they'll never be able to leave and therefore I've got the biggest... Or- That's what you yeah. program me to. And then I'll, I'll shock them and they'll go like, 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 like. Yeah, yeah. And the more I shock them, the more of us I'll like. It's like, that's what happens when you put AI up to like, you know, what can I do to solve this puzzle? Mm. Anyway, and also the tunes will be deleted. So yes. again, reminder that were deleted because these are server versions, not the cell shaded original thirties <laughs> versions. Whatever, bugs, ah. bugs makes the pass because it's like, oh no, I'm going to do it. Duh. Yeah, and dies. Moment of silence. Mm-hmm. LeBron and Dom score the point and win the game by being taken advantage of Invercom's cheating. Except Dom Ball is nonsense, and Dom Ball there are no rules. Has no rules. Yep, and it means nothing. So it's fucking they Calvin like, Ball. Yeah, yes, they score like one thousand so. points against 30-something points at one point. Yeah. It's laughably silly. Yeah, and, and because we have no idea what the rules are or if there are rules or what any of it means, mm. it means that it is incredibly hard to understand what is going on or have any sense of how the film is progressing whenever mm-hmm. the... Throughout that whole, what should be the central section of the film, the, you know, the majority of your third act should be... Yeah. The basketball game, except it's not basketball. It's this nonsense thing Dumbball. that has no rules. And so we can't ever understand what's going on. We can't understand where they are. Like, oh, well, they're down by a thousand points. It's like, well, I presume that's bad. But the fact that they got to a thousand points in one round means presumably you can come back from that. You made, you made a prediction yeah. while we were doing the commentary of like, oh, they're going to score some like big 1000 point yeah. game winning thing. They don't quite do that, but they do Far have the wrong. Wiley Coyote thing where it's like, 
replicate all the balls and just fire a million balls. Like, yeah. Just hold that button down for like <laughs> Spam an it. extra 30 seconds, score a billion points, and then fuck off and win the game. Like, mm. they're, they're rule breaking, game breaking things that score a million billion points. And then yeah. they're like, oh, we'll just do that for six seconds and then we're back to the normal mm. game. There's also an interesting gauge where you don't know a sport, you end up saying things like, if, just a case in point. Um, if I say uh, there's a rugby match between France and, and um, Italy, I'm like, okay. And France. Uh, scored 87 points and Italy scored 22. You're like, okay. And I say, and also there was another thing which was uh, France and Italy playing in the World Cup of football, and the final score was 2 1. Okay. Well, okay. So uh, did the rugby people score 87 goals then? How does yeah, that so, work? How's it work? It's like, <laughs> were, 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 the, were either of them boring? It's like, no, both were really intense. Mm. How? Yeah. Because yeah. the thing is, point scoring is not equatable in the same, so it's not doesn't translate from sport to sport. So yeah. same thing with like golf, you want the lowest number possible kind of shit. Yeah. yeah. Huh? Um, or and like, basketball has the scoring system. We have three pointers. We have mm. slam dunks that yeah. work too. Like there's a system there that clearly denotes points. Domball gives no fucks. Domball yeah. doesn't care. I'm always with LeBron at this point. Um, so, uh, yeah, Bugs is dead. LeBron and Dom score the thing together. Uh, everyone is restored. Al is deleted, I guess. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> the, By the, himself. The, the bad guys are like glitched out of existence for some reason. He, he yes. Can, he, he, gets, gets, he gets posterized. Posterized. At least he does get posterized. It means yeah. something, but... The key point is, he created this world, he seems to be bound by the rules of this world, because when he loses, he is deleted, and the other people he's created are deleted as well. They're also, yeah. you know, bound by the rules of, of what the fuck ever. Anyway, the following week... Uh, posterizing is a basketball term. Oh, is you, it? Where you dunk over another person's head, basically. Oh, I see. Posterize is a North American slang derived from an action in the game of basketball in which the offensive player, quote-unquote, dunks... Oh, what has that? ...over a defending player in a play that is spectacular and athletic enough to warrant reproduction as a printed poster. Oh, that makes complete sense now. Okay, mm. okay, fair enough. Okay. They don't explain that at all. In Don Ball, it means you're turned into a poster, and maybe you literally yes, get turned into a poster. Yeah, Ugh. and then your little robot body flies through, you and that disintegrates you for some reason. Mm. Sure. Anyway, uh, the robot buddy, by the way, who, despite being completely evil Pete? on the side, Pete is Pete. Pete doesn't. <laughs> Why get is he called Pete? Reasons. Pete. Pete. Al. I'm sure the bad guys are called Al and Pete. What a weird <laughs> and wet fire. Wet fire, yeah, come on, man. Um, <laughs> the dynamic trio of Al, so, Pete, and wet fire. Yeah, all oh, the nerd lucks are there, by the way. Oh yeah, they are. Yeah, they, they show up twice for about one and a half seconds. Yeah, it's very confusing because then you're going, wait, what? Because the film does not reference Space Jam One. Um, well, it does well, once. Uh, that seems pretty familiar, Dad. Yeah, but also mm -hmm. I love that everyone Turns knows who Michael Jordan books. is. Nobody knows who LeBron James is, which is weird. Anyway, so anyway, as I think the following week, LeBron has made peace with his war on video games and allows Dom <laughs> to go to an E3 design camp. I hate that you're not wrong, Matthew. Yeah. Then Bugs turns up. LeBron James made his peace with his war on video games. Yeah. He finds his coach and says, I was good. It wasn't me. You were a terrible coach. Fuck you. But he's already dead. So then Bugs turns up. Turns out he's not dead. Uh, he's now living in our world and has decided, I hope you got some bunk beds in your enormous mansion. I'm bringing all the Looney Tunes with me. Yeah. And we see a load of photos over the end of the credits of them just being there in other sporting in, Yes, apparently they're all massive sports fans and sure. want to take part in We see in Granny like, knocking out Ronda Rousey in UFC for some reason. Fucking yeah. Sake. Even though Ronda Rousey was in WWE by then. Yeah. So that's an old reference. Nope. I, can't, I don't remember who the uh, tennis player is, but Lola... An old reference tennis. in this film with Casablanca <laughs> and Training Day references. Yeah, by those, because yeah. fucking 
It's yeah, newer than Casablanca. I'll give yeah. you credit. Yeah. So uh, that's the movie. Again, similar to the first one, not much really happens. Stakes are unclear. Well, we, we, a lot and fucking then, happens. Not much matters. That's exactly yeah. it. Nothing really happens in the grand scheme of things. But to get there, we go through a million pointless, weird little steps that just continue to confuse and baffle me, even reflecting there's, on it two hours after we finished watching it. <laughs> there's a whole extra bunch of stuff with uh, LeBron's family outside. Like, it's his other kids and his wife and his brother. Oh, yeah, Malik. We yeah. haven't forget yeah. about our boy Malik. Where they yeah, they also up. get absorbed into that. They're searching for him, and then they get absorbed into the thing and so that they can they be end there. up in the server yeah, and then they were absorbed in the serververse. Nobody at Warner Brothers has a problem with them running around. Nobody at Warner Brothers seems to know what's going on. No, Nobody at Warner Brothers is literally going, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, reacts to the fact that their algorithm has gone wild and is absorbing. Yeah. I bet they just saw the numbers and thought, oh, oh it's doing well. Hey, look, we're trending on Twitter. Um, Sounds about right. Yeah. Th- uh, this film is such a... We were talking about how after we'd done the commentary how exhausting it was just in a fundamental way yeah there's so much constantly going on on the screen and none of it means anything and the thing that came to my mind is this is an undead film (laughs) in it is like a frankenstein that is pieced together of Mm. different bits of intellectual property and brought to life for no other purpose than to shamble forward throw a kid in a lake and throw a kid in a lake <laughs> and it and watching it feels like trying to like outrun a zombie horde yeah. where it's like it's just it just wears you down watching this wore me down and yet if we said tim you have to not now immediately but say for example in six months time tim you have to watch space jam the first one mm. i bet you'd be like ah fine yeah. If I said Space Jam and Legacy, you'd be like, oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, yeah. okay, okay. Spa- Space Jam is a bad film, the yes. first one. Yes. It's not a good film, but it's so disposable. And in, and in its own way, it is a weird artifact of its time. This one is also a weird artifact of its time, but it's, a, it's such a fucking loud artifact in a way. Yeah. That... And yet it's so... I meant to, The first one is unremarkable. The second one is, is for lack of a word, pointless and mm. fails because... The first film made three times its money, and I, Mike, it doesn't matter about the money, the box office, the mm. fucking merch. Mm. That's what matters. Now, I've seen people walking around in Toon Squad t shirts mm. to this day. Exactly. Now, this film, now they'll blame the pandemic, obviously. Mm. It did not make bank. It, it didn't make its money back, I don't think, in the cinema. But then also with HBO subscriptions, what they were mm. trying to gauge it off and blah, blah, blah. Very hard to gauge what success looks like in 2021. Mm. That's almost fair enough, if I'm honest with you. That's, yeah. that's true of all studios. But the merchandise side of things, we have really, let's be honest, multiverses, which I'm going to deflect to you guys momentarily just to briefly talk about because I have not played it. Uh, multiverses is a, a, a Warner Brothers video game that is essentially a Super Smash Brothers clone yep. uh, where you can play as some of the Looney Tunes characters. Uh, Tom and Jerry are in there. Some Cartoon Network characters, so do characters, uh, Batman, Adventure Time, yeah, Adventure Time, um, and also LeBron James is in there in his Looney Tunes form mm-hmm. from this film. It's fine. I think it's still in like it's still pub- it's like public beta or it's free. It's and- free to play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's free, um, but you you have to pay for certain characters. I think is what it's supposed to be. Possibly, or their their characters are coming out over the course of time. Yeah, kind yeah, of thing, yeah. Of course, and of there'll, there'll probably be some. 
It's, they're going to monetize it at some point. Um, I played it briefly. It, Black, Black it Adam's coming soon because the yeah, film it's a tie. Yeah, you've got Rick and Morty, you've got LeBron, you've got Iron Giant, Taz, Velma, Arya Stark, Batman, Bugs Bunny, Finn from Adventure Time, Jake from Adventure Time, Garnett from Steven Universe, Harley Quinn, Rain Dog, which I don't recognize. Uh, that is the like unique character that they ah, created. There for, you go for it. Shaggy, Steven Universe himself, Superman, Tom and Jerry, and Wonder Woman with Stripe, whatever Stripe is. And Black Adam coming soon. Only half of those are actually in this movie. It's interesting. Yeah. 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 No Adventure Time, no Steven Universe. No and Tom and Jerry. No Tom and Jerry. But then Lynch yeah. and Tom and Jerry are so close and it's like what they are. It's like you could be yeah. crossing over a bit uncomfortably here. But yeah, so there's another example of like the, the, that's the, I think, the actual merchandise presence. I know there were toys released. I don't think that's the same mindset of plastic toys these days are more, let's make them 300 pounds and for people who are our age. Yeah. As much as they're made for kids. Yeah. So. With that all said, at great length, and viewers might be looking at it thinking, oh my god, this has been a long episode so far. It's episode one, season 11. Welcome mm. to season 11, motherfuckers. It's Jack's job to fix this. It me. And if you remember from the start of this episode, Hello. Jack said, this was my first time watching Space Jam and New Legacy, yep. i.e. a couple of hours ago. Yep. I wrote my pitch without seeing Space Jam and New Legacy. And yeah, I, can, I'm, I'm not, I think I said this before. If I didn't, I said it to your face. It was very much a case of, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You don't need to see Space Jam 2 to know anything about Space Jam. You don't, there's nothing like, oh my, what about the continuity? Well, I don't want the same thing here. It doesn't matter. It doesn't I matter. I thought about doing it before because I so focus on the first film and like, oh, where does that leave us? Where do I want to leave mm. off on? And all that kind of stuff with my pitch planning. I thought, I want to watch Space Jam 2 more than once. Yeah. Mm. I saw Paul Blart more than once and that was literal torture. <laughs> so... We're going to do the commentary. I'd rather go into the commentary fresh as well, which is a nice thing to do. It's always good to do. That's the so thing. I thought, I, I know for a fact where my pitch is going already. So I don't need to watch the second movie. It's going to have no influence on me whatsoever. So yeah. Cool. No LeBron James in mine. Well, yeah. Oh, shit. Let's get yeah. to it. This week's episode is sponsored by Audible. You can get a free audiobook and a month trial of their fantastic service by going to audibletrial.com slash sequel. And with it being the Space Jam episode, we like to give recommendations on the show that are as relevant as they can be. I'm going to recommend Michael Jordan, The Life, a 21-hour audiobook that is Damn. an entire biography of his life and career, read by Roland Lazenby. And Roland Lazenby is a fantastic audio narrator, by the way. And yeah, it's, it's epic, to say the least. Unsurprisingly, because Michael Jordan... Has a about. very interesting life and a lot to talk about, as we talked about earlier on in the show. Yeah, it's a, it's a big thing, and you can get it for free. You go to audibletrial.com slash sequel. You can get Michael Jordan, The Life, or an, any audiobook of your choice. I'm sure there's plenty of other Warner Brothers stuff. Go and get the Game of Thrones books, maybe, if you want to go and check. I've recommended those before. They're really well produced. Don't bother with Harry Potter. Let's not, let's not do Harry Potter. Let's not give yeah. her any more money. No. Don't buy that not. game that's coming out. No, Just, no. Don't, you, don't bother with You can with live that. without it. Don't bother with that. Stick with Michael Jordan. Let's support Michael Jordan because he needs it. Not that he definitely doesn't need it. But like I said, <laughs> you can get a free audiobook and a month free trial of Audible service, which includes hundreds of thousands of audiobooks, podcasts, including sequelizers, oh. guided meditations, fitness guidance things, basically like work workout kind of like guidance things as well comedy specials and basically every audio kind of thing you can think of all in one place if you go to audibletrial.com slash sequel 
so we're back into season time and that means we're back into rotten tomatoes oh yeah and uh oh what a cho- what a choice pair of films to start with <laughs> so jack i'm going to come to you first okay space jam 1996 <laughs> what do you think and let's give the preamble actually Rotten Tomatoes oh, yeah. is an imperfect system for judging movies. It is. I like we have got such a deflated, like, okay, we're ready. Before we do the fun, yeah, we talk yeah. about the adult bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we know it's nonsense. It is uh, uh, based on the percentage of positive movies. And according to Rotten Tomatoes, three out of 10, sorry, Careful. six out of 10, three out of five, whatever the equivalent of that is. Whatever yeah. the equivalent of that is. 60%, blah, blah, blah. Sometimes. And yeah. yes, there is a. Heavy, a very large asterisk next to that. Three out of five is a positive and a negative. Sometimes, like, yeah, which one is it? Sometimes it's unreliable, and yeah. sometimes it's even the wrong. The review is not of the film they're talking about. That was very funny. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. But we like to do this game about guessing the Rotten Tomato scores, and uh, it's it's sometimes interesting and informative just to see where the rough critical consensus has landed, yeah, and also the public's feelings on yeah. this, or at least the people who can be bothered to vote about movies on Rotten Tomatoes, which is obviously a very self-selecting group of individuals. It's an interesting barometer and talking point for us, which has been heavily emulated around the world. Replicated on other podcasts, such as Unequal Sequel. My God, it's true. And others. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Dave and Rich from Unequal Sequel. They do amazing work. Yeah. So, So, yeah, all that preamble gone through. Jack. 1996 is Space Jam. Oh, God. What is the score on Rotten Tomatoes? I would put money. One thing I would be very confident in is the audience score will be much higher than the critical score because mm. people will have nostalgically gone back and been like, yeah, that's the. I remember I haven't watched it in 25 years, but I bet it's the best film ever. 100%. 100%. Five out of five. I reckon the critics are much harsher than the audience. I wonder if they split it down the middle. Do I kick off season 11 with just a bang old 50%? Fuck it. Let's go for it. Bang down the middle 50% for 1996. Space Jam, please, Tim. Matthew. I think critics saw if the cash grab it was, but some people are saying the animation's still decent, so I think there will be a conflict. Um, I think it's going to be a very similar to you, Mm. Jack. I don't think it's going to be 40%. Okay. Matt. Ben, I'll be 45 or we're in trouble. (laughs) Well. Space Jam, A New Legacy. That might break the tie. Uh, 2021. Fucking hell, everyone knew this was shit. I've never... So that guy I mentioned earlier, Quality Culture, did somewhat enjoy it. His review sounded like it would be a 3 out of 5 if they gave him a grade of it. I know some people do that. He is the only person I've seen so far from my research that enjoyed. I'm mm, I'm going to be really, really generous because during a pandemic, people might go, oh, it's good for kids. It's entertainment. Cinema might be a thing. I haven't been to the cinema in ages. As opposed to, this is trash (laughs) and it deserves to burn. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to say 20%. Okay. I'm right there with you, Matt. I'm right there with you again, Jack. Uh, I'll go go 25. Okay. Half my 50 to 25. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 40 and 20. It's... No, it can't be 22.5 at least. So at least we've got, we got definitive well, answers. one answer right. So it's 45% on the first one. We should be one. fine. Yeah. And uh, you know me. I like to throw a wild card. Oh, what has no. he done? I, what has he done? I almost said, well, there's only two films. Tim can't do like, you know. Yeah. Tim Dark Horse pick. Exactly. He's got it. But I got it. I don't, I don't want there to be the chance of a tie. Tim, I understand the logic. Uh, I'm worried. So 
I've gone for what I think is an overlooked and underappreciated I feel like film. Brendan Fraser's coming along. You know he is. Oh, no. Looney Tunes back in action <laughs> oh, from wow. 2003. The film that absolutely okay. bombed. Yeah. Jack. God. Christ. I've never seen this film. The one that sits in the middle between Space Jam and Space Jam. Well, it's not yeah. In middle-ish. Yeah. I wonder if it does. It... Oh, I, meant, I meant release years. <laughs> oh, I meant critically. Because it, <laughs> it bombed. Because I looked that up. It, it did. I saw it in the cinema. Yeah. Tim's reading my script, it seems. Don't think I've seen it ever. Um, it's it. Yeah, that's what I read. It's got Daleks in it, and a really great sequence where they uh, run through the Louvre. That's a, that's two sentences. The Louvre, I'm I'm yeah. They jump in and out of artwork. Oh yes, no, I have yes. Forty percent. I'll steal Matt's answer from the okay. first one. I don't. Matt, I don't fucking know. Thirty. It's forty. Thirty. We're, we're 20, so close. Weird. What would the answer? 77. Be, yeah. 66. Yeah. 55. What? Yeah. If we're all off, by like 30%. Okay. Yeah. Should give you the answers. Oh, okay. Oh, Tim. And there's. It's a basketball team. There's some controversial numbers. Oh, no. Here. What? 69? Sh- shitting. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I would have said some nice numbers oh. in that case. Yeah. Controversial so, numbers. One Nazi three. So, what? <laughs> Where'd this number come from? That's a blanker. <laughs> so, 1996 Space Jam. Jack, you said 50%. I did. Matt, you said 40%. This is true. It was between the two of you. Oh, no! Fuck! With 85 reviews, Fuck, yeah. 44%. Oh, so it goes to Matt. God fucking hell. Fucking damn it. And with over 250,000 audience reviews. Much higher. Christ. 63%. Yeah, I knew it. It is much higher, but still, like, it's even then, people don't yeah. like it. Yeah. So, okay, fair That's crazy. But for it... an audience score, that's pretty low. Audience score punched by nostalgia. Yeah. That's quite low. 2021 Space God. Jam, a new legacy. 57%. This is in the middle of us again. Is it higher than Space Jam, is the question? Matt said 20%. Jack said 25%. Rotten Tomatoes with 225 reviews. That's a lot of reviews. Fucking hell. Said 26%. Oh, shit. Yes. Oh, yeah. Audience score. Oh, God. Now there's only a thousand wow. reviews. That is remarkably low, but also. Almost as many critical reviews as people. Yeah. yeah. But of those thousand reviews, no. 79% give it a positive rating. Fuck off. <sighs> We didn't talk about the cosplayers. Um, in the film, you see all the various characters, but they're not actually characters. Fancy they're, dress. They're basically fancy dress. I don't mean cosplayers in like the actual mm. art of creating costumes. They're like, I've gone down to a store and bought a Beetlejuice outfit, and I'm just yeah. going, whoa! And it's like, I'm having a drink, and I'm really being silly yeah. dancing. It's not the character you're playing. It's not a performance. It's all them. Yeah. <laughs> all 1,000 of those extras saying, yeah. fucking god. loved it. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, Christ. You've got one apiece at this point. Oh, Good thing we had a third one. Good thing you had a third one. 2003's Looney Tunes back in action. Jack said 40%. Matt said 30%. I did. Rotten Tomatoes critics with 137 reviews. That's quite a lot. More than Space Jam. Yeah. Less than Space Jam and New Legacy. Bang in the middle. Sure, sure. 57%. Fucking damn. Point to Jack and victory to Jack. Yes, by 1%. Fair play, fair play. Oh. Audiences uh, with... Uh, more than 50,000 reviews, 50% huh? straight down the middle. Yeah. yeah. Fair. Bloody hell. Goddamn. So there you go. No clean sweeps of the season so far. Very close. Very interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, we're not starting off with a clean sweep. We have done seasons before. Had almost entire seasons of clean sweeps. We've had a run of clean sweeps and like, this is getting eerie now. Yeah, Mm. yeah. Yeah. So, the roll falls to me. I have no idea what you're going to do with this. Oh, I've got an idea. Yeah, I... I You'll, I would have I'm no actually kind of worried. To, you'll yeah. know straight away. I'm kind of worried you're going to go that, fucking mental. Yeah, kind oh, of. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, I'm glad you brought up that Looney Tunes movie in 2003, Tim. Okay. Because that's key to my uh, era, my pitch here. Interesting. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know if you guys have heard this rumor or not, but they tried to do a sequel in like 2003, 2004. I heard that they've been to get off the ground for a while. Yes. So yeah. yeah, I think I'm aware that there's been many attempts over the years yes. until this one finally came along. And the, basically, production was cancelled before it even started, really. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Because of the flop that was Looney Tunes, uh, the movie. What was it called again? Back in Action. Back in Action, thank you. Looney Tunes, the movie. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what it is. Oh, no, I get it. It was just, yeah. So, they tried to make a film in 2003 mm-hmm. but didn't unfortunately so i'm gonna make that movie instead okay interesting i'm making it in 2004 slight adjustment mm-hmm. so you're wiping out looney tunes back in action i assume yes okay. i assume so tim's a little disappointed i'm a little disappointed i'm not seeing it i'm afraid i didn't have time to go and watch it i, <laughs> I refuse so yeah releasing in 2004 and my movie is called and i've got some artwork for you from the sorry some artwork the, like the pre-production oh thing. wow they have i don't know if this is official or whatever but this is a thing that is available online did you find this on rule 34 yeah, i was saying back to fucking <laughs> despicable me again yeah. jesus you bet your ass i did some, some tumblr deep somewhere despicable jam it's <laughs> 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 minions porn um so i'm gonna send this to you both in the group chat oh okay i'd like you to react to it I will put the title of my movie. And listeners, you'll have this in the in the show notes. So you'll be able to see it in all its glory. Uh, this is the title of my movie. And here is the artwork to go with it. Just seeing the title. <laughs> Holy Jack, shit. you are a beautiful genius. It's called Skate Jam. It's coming out in 2004. The artwork depicts one Tasmanian devil, one Marvin the Martian, and the one and only Mr. Tony Hawk. In animated fashion. That makes sense, man. <laughs> this is the height of Tony Hawk's oh, power. No, no. This, this is, is pro era shit. This makes complete this, sense. And the, f- the timing is perfect because the jackass skate culture, it's all back again. Oh, and the 10 year old. I believe I've referenced like, jackass. Th- I mean, Space <laughs> Jam kids it, are now. Yeah, because this would have been me at 18 going like, fuck it, I'll watch Looney Tunes go skateboarding. I yeah. would fucking love this as a 14 year old. So you're going to get those kids. Who watched Space Jam, and you're also going to get, yeah, Jack. This is, <laughs> I would not have thought of this in a million years, and it is perfect. So, yeah, we talked about how there's no good time to do another Space Jam because of yeah. basketball stuff, blah, blah, all the things he'd be. When I, I kind of figured Jack had done a thing when he Fuck we did a, we did a, we did a quiz. I'm not going to give you the spoiler because it's in the Patreon stuff, but Jack deferred to Tim a lot, and I was like, we talked about America, Jack would American know about sports teams. The Jack's a research boy when he yeah. does this stuff. Oh, he did a lot of research. None of it basketball. <laughs> <laughs> so. Very uh, interesting. I've done a thing, as, as we can now all know. Like I said, patrons, you will have this. There is actually a Instagram video of Tony Hawk explaining this. I'm like, oh, we tried to make it and like it barely got into production, but I had conversations with Warner Brothers. Oh. This was the plan to do Skate Jam, blah, 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 blah. Wow. He's tweeted about it a couple of times. I was very worried you guys had seen that, but 
I was like, oh, have you guys heard the rumors? You both went like, oh, I don't know. And I was like, if you knew this, you would have known yeah, this. I, thought I, knew, I knew they were doing things. And I, I, I'm pretty sure I heard they did like approaching everybody everywhere. Yeah. But not that they got this far with it. Yeah. Interesting. They didn't get very far at all for the record. Mm. I don't know if that is official artwork or not. I no, have no, no, no they idea. Asked I couldn't him. find the source of that. But Skate Jam was the plan in 2003, but back in action and it's mm. box office flop killed that. Mm. I don't care. I'm making Skate Jam. <laughs> no, no, I get it. I get it. So basically for returning cast, I'll do returning cast first and then mm-hmm. I'll get into director and new cast and stuff. Returning cast is all of the animated voices from the first one because I mean, yeah. they're great. Makes basically. sense. Yeah. Uh, Billy West is once again playing Bugs Bunny. Uh, Elmer Fudd is not a main character, but he'll I'm sure he'll show mm-hmm. up in there somewhere. It's Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dee Bradley Baker is Daffy Duck, Taz and Bull. I didn't check who Bull was. I can't even remember who Bull is. Uh, bull. bull is the Bull. Bull is the Bull. Okay, good. With Chicago Bulls, it made sense. That makes yes. sense. Bull's not in my movie. I take Bull out. Goodbye, Bull. <laughs> There's a bit in Space Jam just copied and where they this. put red paint on one of the Monstars' asses oh, yeah. and the Bull charges and uh, yeah. wackiness and shoes. Gets the Bull thing. Um, Bob Bergen is playing Porky Pig, Tweety Bird, and Marvin the Martian. Bill Farmer is Sylvester the Cat, Yosemite Sam, Foghorn Leghorn. Marish Lamarche is Pepe Le Pew. And Kath Susie is Lola Bunny. Still keeping Pepe Le Pew, which uh, in 2000s, yeah. no one's problematically... Like, he's like, he ain't a problem in 2000s. Everyone's doing that shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not that fussed by Pepe Le Pew. This is me just copying the cast. No, I get it. Yeah. I get it. movie, literally. So, yeah. It's always good to have uh, Maurice LaMarche. You're, you're Maurice LaMarche, Pepe Le Pew. Bradley Baker, Billy West, like all-time oh, yeah. great, amazing yeah. hmm. voice actors I say Pepe Le Pew, not in Space Jam and Legacy, but Speedy Gonzalez is back. And he's like, voiced Hello. by Gabriel Iglesias. Yeah, the which comedian. is like, oh, it's yeah. now fine. Mm. Played by a Mexican guy, sure. so I guess that's fine. It's um, just stereotypes, but done yeah. by the people. So yeah, carry on. My choice of director, I'll go to director next, it's from 2004. One of the producers of Space Jam. Mm. Oh, I know who it is now. Ivan Reitman. There is, yeah. There you go. Ah. This is between Evolution in 2001 and My Super Ex-Girlfriend, a piece of shit movie, Oof, yeah. in 2006. So... I Evolution. Hopefully, I get that cancelled. I don't mind Evolution. I don't mind Evolution. It's it's, it's the third head. Ghostbusters film. Yes, yeah. Head yeah. and Shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> um, and head and Shoulders above, below the uh, other two uh, Ghostbusters. Yeah, nice. Ooh. Uh, my new cast: Tony Hawk as himself. Brilliant. What? <laughs> Matt Hoffman as himself. What? Dave Mirror as himself. <laughs> so far, I'm waiting for these are all like, yeah, of course he's a nice, wholesome skate boys. I'm yeah. waiting for you to say either Jason Lee and or Bam Majera. <laughs> I did <laughs> not in Jackass no, crossover. I did, I, no, um, two people you met. So that for the record, Tony Hawk, you probably have heard of him, listeners. The most famous skateboarder ever, mm. basically. Yeah, Tony Hawk's pro skater games, like been on The Simpsons, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, Matt Hoffman and Dave Mirror are both BMXers. Mm-hmm. Yes, a little tease where I'm going with this. Um. And they are, again, two of the most famous, again, in that jackass yeah. through their but friends with Tony all, Hawk. They yeah. were all... Matt Hoffman all... BMX was a game as well Correct. around the yeah. Tony Hawk time. When you that, knew yep. the names because they were all being on MTV interviewing each other. It was all, it was all like a buddy thing. Yeah. It was, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And two people you may not know is Danny Half and Travis Pastrana. The name of the second one. Yeah. Uh, Travis Pastrana is a motocross guy. Okay. Uh, okay. And again, like world champion. I think just PS2 games are in my head. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. Um, And Danny Half is a wakeboarder. Oh, okay. okay. Again, world champion, incredible wakeboarder, blah, blah, blah. Fucking Looney Tunes goes to the X Games. You bet your ass it is, Tim. (laughs) God damn. X Games in space, baby. Damn. Uh, My new animated characters 
are President Thurgrowl. <laughs> He's like a cyborg cat monster, uh, voiced by Timothy Dalton. Oh, good, good, cool, good. Yeah, to love me some Timothy Dalton. And in that era, he's not doing seemingly a lot. He yeah. is, but you know, he's like, oh yeah, so that's good. Show. He's got the kind of like over the top authority kind of, of yes, Welshman exactly. in charge, exactly. exactly. And uh, my new versions of the Monstars, essentially, mm. all these X games are called Team Extreme. God, with an X. Yeah, <laughs> I have perfect Thrasher, who is a skateboarder, mm-hmm. uh, voiced by Fred Tatascori. One of my all-time oh, favorite voice actors. Yeah, yep. um, iconic. Axel and Biff are a duo of BMXers. Uh, both vo- they're basically twins, both voiced in slightly different voices by Rob Paulson. Uh-huh. The other mm-hmm. half of Pinky in the Brain with Maurice LaMarche. Uh, Blitz is a motocross alien uh, voiced by Dan Castellaneta, who is in the first Space Jam, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. He's a live just action. Wa- Dan Castellaneta just watching base, uh, watching basketball. Weird. Yeah, cameos. Yep. Uh, Bonk is my wakeboarder, voiced by Phil Lamar, who you may know from Futurama and live action in Pulp Fiction, which is weird. Yeah. It still blows my mind when I found that out years later. Um, and finally, Crag is my climbing, my speed climber, Ooh. voiced by John DiMaggio. Okay. So we have Thrasher, Axel, and Biff, the, the duo, Blitz, Bonk, and Crag as my team extreme. It's very sort of, and this is the interesting thing here, in the early 2000s, you still had a lot of 90s layover, effectively. Yeah, this is all 90s It's stuff. all Yeah, it's 90s, but it's <laughs> spilling into now the, the mainstream is aware of it, but more so, yeah. Which I, has now got a fucking I can, or, I can already hear what this soundtrack is going to be like, and it's fucking amazing. Uh, it's going to be so much real big fish on it. I wrote a soundtrack down, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> and it, and, and you, you've nailed it. It's basically like the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater yeah. games. Brilliant. It's less than Jake, Real Big Fish, Blink-182, like all the like pop yeah. punk and scar of the of early course. 2000s. And you know that, like, I can imagine that absolutely at this point, if you had gone to Blink-182 and said, hey, do you want to record an original song for a Looney Tunes film? They would have gone, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. And... and then Warner Brothers executives would be like, you can't swear on it. And they'd be like, uh, uh, okay, well, well, that's fine. We'll, we'll make some it. weird innuendo. Yeah. And it's early 2000s. Everyone's going to go. Yeah. Good. Can we do a video where we flirt with Lola Bunny? Yes. Yes. We're in. Can she be a nurse? <laughs> yes. We're good. <laughs> Can we bring that the hello nurse stuff from Animaniacs? Yeah. Yes. Hello um, nurse. Yeah. I think this is already a winner. Yeah. <laughs> And what's interesting is, I don't even need to hear the pitch. I'm just like, yeah, done. We're done I, I can kind We're of done. picture the rest of it, yeah. and it's brilliant. But the it thing does kind of write itself. Uh, it's what's interesting is, and, and this is no way meant to take uh, the legs out from under Jack here, but Warner Brothers did the heavy lifting here. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those moments where you're like, oh, well, do you throw it all out and do something else, or do you try and adjust the pitch you already have? It's like, no, I'll go with what you were going to do, but then didn't. Yep. Yeah. They thought Max. about it, and then they didn't. So I'm here to pick up the pieces. I'm just You're here to travel through time and say, I'm from the future. Oh my God. What about, we have no time to talk about the economy or the recessions or the pandemic. The what? Excuse me, what? <laughs> Listen, skate <laughs> It's literally the... Um, da, 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 that's an Ezra Miller moment of like, I'm too soon. I'm too soon. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. You're right about him. Bye-bye. <laughs> what the fuck? You're right about everything. Go make skate jam. It solves world hunger or something. Sorts out everything. Exactly. Anyway, I, I, I just want to say for uh, obviously we'll be putting the pictures up like we do uh, on the Patreon. But for people who haven't aren't reading along that way or haven't had a look at that, uh, Axel, the BMX uh, from Team Team Extreme, uh, the X in his name is capitalized. You're damn right. It. For fuck's sake. 
Brilliant. There's lots of X's. It's very extreme. Should we get into it, gents? Yes. Absolutely. I'm very hyped for this. <laughs> In Toontown, we see the Toon Squad practicing a 3v3 basketball game. Reminiscing about this, how much fun they had when they're hanging out previously. Basically reminiscing about the first movie. Wait, what? That's not how a Space Jam sequel looks. You can't reference the other movie. That's ridiculous. Wow, this looks familiar, Doc. Ugh. Exactly. They're hanging out. They don't say the word Michael Jordan, but it's very implied. And uh, the score is even between Bugs Lola and Daffy on one side and Porky, Falkhorn Lakehorn and Pepe Le Pew. There's Pepe Le Pew. Sure. Just as a little cameo in the beginning there. With Marvin the Martian once again refereeing. Just as Daffy is about to finally score a winning shot, because Daffy's always left in the shadows, Marvin receives a call on his flip phone because it's 2004. That's new by then. Exactly. It's cool space technology for a Martian and is someone away on official space business. With this distraction, Daffy splats face first into the backboard and misses the dunk that would have won his team the game. Marvin is essentially abducted and teleported to the chambers of President Thurgrawl, an animated feline cyborg type character, the president of <gasps> Gasp! which is the Galactic Astronomical Sports Panel. <laughs> he reminds Marvin of what happens every 1,000 years and that they have been chosen. Marvin nervously accepts and says he will let his friends know in Toontown what's coming next. Back on live-action Earth, you we see... To, you need to clarify that in these. No, you do. You, yeah, yeah, you absolutely do. We see the concluding moments of the X Games. Crossover with the X Games, yeah. Tim. The Olympics of extreme sports. Yeah. We see extreme. <laughs> We see footage of some of the world's best extreme sports yeah, extreme. athletes competing in speed climbing. This is the moment where it goes, speed climbing. Yeah. Motocross. Motocross. Wakeboarding. I'm not doing all of them. BMX and skateboarding. We focus in on a few highlights from the last few X Games. Tony Hawk performs the first ever 900 in skateboarding, which is where you go up a half pipe and turn around a lot. Spin around a lot. It's like two and a half full rotations. Mm. Very impressive. Yep. It is very difficult. Travis Pastrana is achieving the highest ever score in motocross. For like tricks and stuff. Yep. Don't fully understand motocross. I watched that. It was very impressive. When I read that sentence, I thought, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Dave Mira landing a double backflip in BMX. She is exactly as it sounds. Sounds impressive, mm -hmm. yep. yep. Matt Hoffman forming a no-hands 900 in BMX. Jesus. Yep, that's mental. Yeah. That's worth, worth watching. Mm -hmm. That's nice. ridiculous. Yeah. Danny Half winning gold in wakeboarding. As Tony Hawk is sat backstage after his X Games victory, he hears a few people calling his name. Tony Hawk. Pretty much. Oh, Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk. He turns to see... Oh, it's not... Okay, I thought it was just a ghost. Nope. Um, he turns to see Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck asking him to confirm who he is. Eh, you let the Tony Hawk... Come yeah, 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 pretty yeah. much. Tony confirms... Is that, is that a reference to the fact that nobody ever knows that Tony Hawk is Tony Hawk? Correct. Yep. Love it. Yep. Tony confirms his identity and Bugs and Daffy throw a sack over him and head into a nearby toilet with Tony in tow. Oh, literally head into a toilet, as in. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. It was a Toontown style. Yeah, it's not a golf thing. <laughs> it's a toilet thing. Flushing down to the center of the earth, duck. The trio emerge from a toilet in Toontown. Tony is quickly involved in over-the-top slapstick comedy, which he jokingly compares to his experiences with Jackass, before finally getting an opportunity to ask why he's here. The Toons suddenly remember what's going on and explain that they need Tony's help to save Earth. Marvin explains that our solar system has been selected to compete in the Galax Z games. Galaxy games. Ah, the Galaxy games. Z games. I thought you were defiantly not saying it out of principle. The Galax Z. I refuse. Because I would have done that. Dragon Ball Z. Yes. 
Uh, our solar system has been selected to comp compete in the Galaxy Games, a competition between two solar systems that happens once every thousand years. Humans thought they had invented the X Games, but it's actually been preparation for this moment. It's like ancient alien style, yeah. but X Games. So 2000. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> You're welcome. Uh, Tony tries to understand how he can help by himself, and the camera pans out to reveal Hoffman, Mirror, and Half tied up on chairs behind him. You're welcome. Nice. I like it. The tunes explain that Earth must choose its champions to compete in the Galaxy Games. The tunes eventually convince the X Games athletes to train them. Unsurprisingly, they are all terrible. As they were in Space Jam, as mm. they were in New Legacy, they are a bit... So hit. it was, and so it shall be. Cue the training montage. We're also introduced to the training of their opponents. Team Extreme. They're all animated alien bad guys from the rival solar system. We have Thrasher the Skater, Axel and Biff on BMX, Blitz on Motocross, Bonk the Wakeboarder, and Crag the Speed Climber. As you can imagine, they're kind of like the Monstars. They're all very different shapes and oh, sizes yeah, yeah. and seemingly like purposefully built. Implication is they have been training for hundreds of years. Speed Climber mm. has more arms. Sort of shit. Exactly. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 They're all built for their respective sports, essentially. Mm. The Toons are still struggling to keep up with their training. They didn't recruit a human climber, so Porky Pig gives it his best try, but it's terrible. Yep. I can see that. I'm like, Porky, you can climb. It's like, why did you see that? Because, you know, the way you climb through those words badly. Yeah. Um, that's like, <laughs> you know, mocking people with <laughs> issues and uh, impediments. The Toons, sorry. Toon Squad. You got to go. Man. You've got a galaxy and go, Toon Squad. I can't squad. go British. And Every time I, when I wrote it, I was like, Toon, no, Toon <laughs> Squad. A Toon Squad. That should um, be the Looney Toons. Toon and Toon is in hum a tune and yeah. like a cartoon. is the same thing. It's like, no, a tune and a tune is two yeah. different things, mate. The Toon Squad decide they might be able to compete with Team Extreme after their training. Bugs and Lola try to help with the BMX and their bunny hops uh -huh. with Hoffman and Mira. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. I, I, I assume Lola isn't nearly as sexualized, but then it's the 2000s. She's even more sexual. I was going to say, sorry, that's exactly what she's going to be. She's, she's the just, sexiest she just, BMX that you've ever seen. She just be differently sexualized. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. You read my mind, Tim. Okay. While Daffy and Danny half try wakeboarding, Daffy is terrible, but makes some slow progress. However, none of the tunes seem to be any good at climbing or motocross. Falcon and Sylvester try both, but are unsuccessful. A few of the other tunes try skateboarding, but all fail miserably, leaving Tony Hawk to tackle the skating challenge alone. Let the galaxy games begin! I don't spend time on Earth farting about. Let's get to the good stuff. <laughs> the second half of this film is just all of you, the galaxy games. You've learned games. the lessons of the first movie <laughs> and not committed the crimes of the second movie. Don't need to learn about Tony Hawk as a kid and stuff. No. You know who Tony Hawk is. Mm. Yeah. Also, at this point, I, I sound like a weird thing to say. Because of computer technology, this animation is going to be much cheaper to do. Yes. It's still going to be difficult. It's still going to be interesting to do. Mm. It'll still be like, you know, but not like to the level of we had the most ridiculous shit in fucking Space Jam and New Legacy where every shot is a digital shot. And yeah. Like, no, no, we can just do enough here. It'll work fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Thurgrowl arrives in front of a packed crowd of animated aliens. The opening ceremony reintroduces the tunes. Tunes. The tunes. See? Every Hello. time. Yep. Sorry. Uh, the human athletes listens. and Team Extreme. There are lots of fireworks and explosions, and the Team Extreme aliens do a song and dance number. The Toon Squad, humans included, didn't realize they'd be included in the opening ceremony, so try to improvise a dance around the Space Jam theme. It goes terribly. Brilliant. 
Tony brought a 2000s punk mix CD with him yeah, and puts that on instead as the tunes try to awkwardly mosh and dance along, getting a mixed response from the crowd. Enter the Blink-182 original song. I did mm. wonder if I wanted to like bring Blink along with them, but then what do I do with Blink-182 with the rest of the movie? Does that matter? You would just have them playing an alien band that happens to be there. Yeah. Yes. Especially with Tom DeLonge's love of aliens and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. He's so up for it. The games kick off with Thurgrowl announcing the rules. Because we need rules in games. I wrote this before we didn't have... Domball. (laughs) Rules in Domball. Each contest is a best of three with five competitions in total. As we know, we've got first up, speed climbing, motocross, BMX, wakeboarding, and skateboarding. Five competitions. Best of three in each. You can choose multiple athletes to participate in an event, but they can't be reused for future events. So you can swap people around on the same thing, uh-huh. but somebody who wakeboards cannot skateboard or climb, and etc. etc. Which feels like an olympic team kind of thing. Like that, that makes sense in a way. That's yeah. kind of how the X Games work. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> sort of. On the team stuff, it does. Yeah. Foghorn Leghorn is up as the first Toon Squad representative and tries to climb up an otherworldly alien climbing wall that constantly warps and shifts. He tries hard, but is thoroughly trounced by Crag, as Matt mentioned, probably multiple arms, <laughs> super duper mega muscly and climbing and stuff. Mm. And Crag beats him three to zero. Earth champions are down zero to one in a matter of minutes. Next up is wakeboarding. Danny and Daffy take it in turns and do some impressive tricks. Daffy using his comedic wackiness to shift his shape in entertaining tricks, while Danny half performs impressive tricks himself. So again, we're already getting back to the whole, let the toons be toons right from the start. The toons are toons and the humans are skilled humans. Good. That's the thing. Bonk, the alien wakeboarder, is able to replicate both Danny and Daffy's moves. He is both skilled and an animated character. Ah, he's got the powers of the toons and the humans. Very good. After a back and forth battle, Danny and Daffy team up and pull off some double team tricks with Daffy water skiing with his feet. Behind as he's wakeboarding. Classic cartoon shit, yeah. Earth champions win two to one and celebrate. Next is the motocross as Blitz from Team Extreme takes on Travis Pastrana. With lower gravity, both competitors pull off seemingly impossible tricks as they race around an alien racetrack. After three rounds, Blitz wins 2-1, and Team Extreme is now up 2-1 overall and could win the Galaxy Games in the next competition. I Uh, don't know much about motocross, so I didn't write about motocross. It's a whole impressive uh... cool sequence and stuff. I don't know how to describe motocross. (laughs) The penultimate game is BMX. The X stands for... Extreme. <laughs> Matt Hoffman and Dave Mira start off with a showy set of dual tricks as their opponents, Axel and Biff, fight back with some insane cartoony double teams. The duos win one game each, with Axel and Biff slamming into Hoffman and Mira to win the second game, injuring them both. Bugs and Lola step in and perform a romantic and spectacular tag team presentation, using their bunny hop skills to win the third and final game. I'm picturing the scene from Crank where they have sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Just, just throwing it Just out. with bunnies. It's and way do, right? hornier. This ties everything up 2-2 going into the final game. The final competition is Thrasher from Team X Dream versus <laughs> Tony Hawk, as no other tune could skate properly. Thrasher and Tony are close in the first game, but Tony fails to land his signature 900 trick 
and Thrasher wins. Now, Tony Hawk has always been very uh, humble about how he does stuff. This actually makes sense. I mean, yep. like him trying to do these things again. And, yep. Yeah, yeah. I, I play on this in a sec. Okay. Yeah. The Toon Squad regrouped to help build Tony's confidence. He's done the nine trick before, but it always takes him a few tries to nail it. Uggs tells him to forget about the limitations on Earth because this ain't Earth, Doc. Pretty much. And uh, the reason I talk about that mm. is when Tony Hawk did the 900 for the first time, they gave him one extra try than they should have done. Mm -hmm. And he did it on that one extra yes. bonus try. Ah. He's known for like, he never nails it first time. He'll do six. Oh. And on the sixth one, he'll get the 900 yeah. and nail it. But he was the first person to do it. So, you know, so it is. bragging rights mm -hmm. and all that. Of course. Tony finally embraces the loony side and transforms into an animated version of himself. Oh, so it's a proper like actual transition. He, he, oh, tra okay. he like Super Saiyan transforms. Mm. Amazing. Like crystallizes all around and then it's all animated. But Tim isn't screaming, oh, microfibers, what have you done? It's, yes. funny. <laughs> it's not the Looney Tunes going 3D. It's the human going animated. Yeah. Kind of like LeBron James did. Kind of like what Michael Jordan did. And the did, way they but... represent LeBron James is fine. Yeah. I can tell I, who it is. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that makes yeah. sense. Okay. Much like the artwork I shared with you guys and that will be in the show notes and stuff. Mm. Which so one better? Animated Tony Hawk. <laughs> In a, in a fucking fly machine from Cronenberg with, with, with Mark Zuckerberg. It's a bit of a weird hybrid. Yes, picture. yeah. Yeah, okay. So he then pulls off his 900 in spectacular fashion and wins the second game. Tony is filled with new confidence but knows the 900 won't be enough to win his third and final game. Thrasher starts winning the final round and Tony goes for a 900 but doesn't fully rotate. He maintains his balance and with a few seconds left, he goes for the 900 again and sees Taz in the crowd flashing a grin at him. Tony taps into his new animated power and performs a Taz-like spin to complete a 9,000 degree rotation. That's pretty cool. <laughs> over 9,000. It's over 9,000. Love it. This breathtaking trick wins the match and the Galaxy Games overall with Earth's champions winning 3-2. to two. We didn't talk about this, but there's one bit in... There's like maybe five or six points in, in, in uh, the Space Jam sequel which are actually okay. Uh, one of them is where they have Taz rotate the entire world. That's a yes. really clever thing. I kind of yeah. like that. Yeah. There's yeah. moments you go, damn, that's actually some, yeah. some good writing. But then they are literally tiny, tiny, tiny flecks of interesting that's stuff. four seconds in two hours. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, sorry, yes. The Toon Squad and humans celebrate as Thurgrow teleports Team Extreme away back to their solar system. Presumably to be destroyed, but we don't see that. It's mm -hmm. a kid's film. Fair enough. Earth champions are given medals and we freeze frame on their podium celebrations as we fade to black. Finally, back on Earth, we see Tony Hawk, now in real life, trying to land 900 for real. But he keeps bailing. He winks at the camera and spins like the Tasmanian devil, tearing through the that's all, folks, end screen at the end. Brilliant way to kill fucking season, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I think you 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 had the building blocks from Warner Brothers and ran with it because it's a, it's a, it kind of writes itself, but you've done a great job with it. I think yeah. you really have. Like, making it I have no much. idea. So we don't know anything about Skate Jam. Yeah. Matter, but all we know is that they tried to Tony Hawk was going to be involved. Yeah. But the point is that you made it not about one person, one sport. It's become a thing, which means it's much more engaging to have half a film about different extreme sports. So that was exactly yeah. my plan. I'm glad you picked up on that mm, because yeah. I was worried, like, as big as Tony Hawk is, He's not Michael Jordan and he can't carry an no, entire film no. by himself. Yeah. Even at the height of his power in 2003, 2004. Mm. But having an entire cast of people and multiple different sports for hopefully for like kids to get into and be engaged by. Mm. And the it's whole already second, starting to sample this stuff anyway. Yeah, yeah. The whole second half of the film being the games mm. means 
I have more room to then spend time. I know I've glossed over motocross and stuff. Mm. Sorry uh, if you're a huge motocross but it, it, fan, it, but yeah. It's, it's a variety of environments. It's a variety of activities. It makes for much like as as much as they squeeze out of basketball. Like it's the, still a court. It's still just, here's a big square of wood and then there's hoops at either end. That is no way near as conducive to like interesting animation stuff as like you're on the water and you are getting dragged behind a boat yep. and doing yeah. stuff or like racetrack half pipes there's so much yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah there's loads of different environments oh, there. A climbing wall yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 no i think i think it's great i think you've really played to the strengths of like the premise and 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 but pushed it like you say to that like let's have more activity like because that is the thing is that there's just one basketball match in Space Jam, and so, and it, one in New Legacy, and one, one in New Legacy, not even basketball. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the and stakes so are very low. The, the fact that the second one doesn't even have fucking basketball in it, like, blows yeah. my mind. We play dumb ball instead. Yeah, Christ. And so this way, you have that back and forth of like, we get a win, they get a win, we get a win, they get a win, and it builds tension and mm. tournament I was, arc. I was so glad you picked up on that when we were talking about the scoring of dumb ball. I was like, there's just no tension here. I was like, oh, I built tension in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they win one and then they get thrashed and they scrape by and then it's and then it's even yeah. and then da, da, da. Yeah. it's like yeah. you all know they're gonna be tied going to the final round because it's a fucking cartoon about sports. Like you said, of course. Tournament arc style stuff for anime and all that mm. kind of stuff. Like, it's all tied up and it's the final it's when you game. And like, said, there are five things. Five things. It's like, yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know why there's five. It's gonna be an an uneven amount of things. Yeah. So we can win an even amount of things. They can win an even amount of things. And then there's the same. Yeah. yeah. Sets it up well. Welcome to sports. And I think with the merchandising side of it, you would absolutely see a PS2 game of this. Oh, oh my, my god. god. I hadn't even how did I not think? I mean, that? it's like it's like you, you, you don't it's like it's okay. Would this surpass Space Jam? No. Um, because as we said before, Space Jam wasn't the actual touch paper. It was the fact that it was the Looney Tunes it, resurgence it and everything, everything else. It. Yeah. Now, obviously, this won't have nearly as big an impact as those things, but the fact is, it will have a big enough impact because of the film it is and the kind of people it's going. And but then and hopefully also in the with, kind of like extreme sports community. As oh well, yeah, that's it? what I'm saying. There'll yeah. be there'll be enough people also who, as as Tim said earlier, people who've grown up with Space Jam who've become these skater kids or whatever. Yeah. And getting people into it, and it will still have that. And the people might play the video game and go, actually, you know what? I'll play the. I watch the film. Yeah. I think it's because we're in the era of like Enter the Matrix coming out and things like like direct tie-ins and yeah. things. Yeah, it's it's kind of like makes complete. I have I have no notes. Oh, I think my only notes are like it's it's very similar to Space Jam in the sense that it's very straightforward. Yes. Um, yeah. and I would like maybe like to like <laughs> like maybe get like a character arc in there for like Bugs or Lola mm. or someone and. I really like the idea of like, it, I, I, you know, kids' films can have very simple messages. And just the fact that, like, Tony's thing is essentially if at first you don't succeed, pick yourself up, dust yourself off, mm. and try again. Yeah, yeah. And have that tie into something that, that to do with the tunes. Yeah. Um, yeah I get that. And, and I have quite, that. I quite be... like that arc for Daffy, actually. Yeah. I could talk about him being like, he's usually the second behind Bugs, but he's yeah. so left in the dust. From the, the first Vegeta. movie, yeah, yes, exactly, yeah, yeah. So maybe just something in there, but that's that's a very minor and a, and a like I sort of maybe like we kind of skim over the whole like Tony's introduction to Toon World, yeah, and all the comedy business there. Would be there much, but there, there would, would be, be much more of that. There would be much more of that, yeah. and and that's not stuff that necessarily 
that's going to be a lot more visual and yes. yeah. like short yeah. gags. It's not direct plot impacting, but it'll be different present film. Yeah, um, um, and jackass reference. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think it's great, and I think it like as soon as you said the name, it was or shared the name in the chat as the case. It made total sense. Um, it just makes me think of um, Breck and Meyer and, and Brittany Murphy in Clueless. Oh, where he's the, he's the skater guy <laughs> and she's drawing Marvin the Martians in like on his skateboard and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Like there's already that weird little connection that people have. And like like I said, like the, the amount of people who had like Tasmanian devil tattoos around this time and but stuff. Almost yeah. certainly on skateboards. Yeah, well, absolutely. With yeah, yeah. And I, I'm pretty sure I remember seeing, you know, again, like bootleg T-shirts of like skater Bugs Bunny. And, oh, yeah, you would. You yeah. Know. Yeah. I mean, it's it's only eight years after Space Jam. Yeah. Which, if you think about it for a minute, that's that's not a lot of time compared to twenty five years. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's still enough in the conscious. I mean, yes, okay, obviously, like with the, with the um, uh, the Brendan Fraser film, it's out. It, the, the, it was the approach that was part of the problem with that one. Um, but if you did this, it's enough in your consciousness that you're like, oh, you know what, that that could work quite easily. It still has a form of appeal. It wouldn't be the huge resurgence mm. had in the nineties, but yeah, I'm. And, I, and yeah, there's a, there's enough in there. There's there's absolutely that like it's perfect for kids. Like because it is that it's the age of Jackass and of Tony Hawk and stuff like that, where kids are interested in that kind of thing. And mm -hmm. it's and you can put it across as quite a wholesome like it's a kid centric movie. It's, Take all the family kids, too. It's, yeah. it's, it's it's getting kids to be active and like go out and do stuff and you know all those kind of things. And Part of the reason why I wanted to include so many different things. So yeah. if you're not into skateboarding, you can get into motocross or wakeboarding or yeah, whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. There are a bunch of other stuff. Like I thought about including like snowboarding and a few other bits and pieces. And I was mm, like, sure. oh, I remember Sean White did like snowboarding. I thought mm. Sean White snowboarding. Turns out he has sexual harassment allegations against him. Yeah, he's a yeah. massive asshole. Uh, uh, oh, uh, okay. And I literally yeah. had a version where I was like, sure, nope, cross him out. Yeah. Like, I started off with a bunch of skateboarders. Like, I will do skate jam, fully skating. Mm. All my favorite skaters are in there. Sure. It's going to be Bucky Lassick and Rodney Mullen, yeah. all those people I played as and Tony Hawk yeah. too. And I was like, how much can I do with skateboarding in the same way that how much can you do with basketball? Mm. There's just going to be one thing and then Tony Hawk does a 900 and that's mm. it. Like, Cool, and then we go off and do like a street thing and yeah. a vert thing. So one's using ramps, yeah. one's using like things. Like fucking X Games is a thing. Yeah. Tony Hawk was at the X Games. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Hoffman. Oh my god! And yeah. I had that like epiphany moment. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. X Extreme Galaxy. Oh my god! And you, <laughs> it's so yeah. 90s in 2004. You you uh, look at those. I, I was actually playing the the remasters of the. Tony Hawk's they're, Pro Skater really 1 and good. 2, which they're are great. really good quite yeah. recently. Those games have a kind of Looney Tunes spirit to them. They have a kind of cartoon physics-ness yeah. to them. So it just, it blends so well. And yeah, yeah I, th I think at, uh, just, like I said, a, br a genius move to go with that. And you followed through on it perfectly. Thank you so, very much. So, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Better than any legacy. <laughs> so much better. Fucking hell. <laughs> I did have the conscious thing of even if I hadn't seen it, I can't do worse. Even oh, no, before no, I'd no, seen no, it, no, yeah. I knew I could do You would do have worse. to go impressively out of your way yeah. to do worse. Yeah. 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 Well, there we go, folks. Hopefully you enjoyed Skate Jam. Basketball people were getting furious and popping basketballs with rage. Don't care. I want to hang up with my fellow skate kids. I was a skate kid back in the day. Hopefully some of you were as well, and you would have enjoyed Skate Jam.
Let us know what you thought of Skate Jam, my pitch, the opening pitch for season 11 on Twitter. We are Sequelizers on Twitter. Come and join the Discord. You can do that by going to sequelizers.com. You can also click the link at the top of that website where it says Discord. has a little invite button. You go straight in. No fuss. No muss. You can also do that on our pinned tweet on our Twitter as well. If you go there, you can see the links for all the different things you can follow there, including our live streams, which will be starting very, very soon. I'm currently... I've just about finished writing the, the latest live stream. There's a little tease for you. Ooh. I'm writing something. And uh, yeah, we'll have some exciting guests. We'll have a new format for the live streams, at least temporarily. We won't see how this is going to go long term, but the, the monthly live streams will be back soon. If you want to follow me, I am JLW Chambers on all the social media and stuff. I also do a podcast about SEO and digital marketing. If you do work in that industry, come and listen to me talk to interesting people who know a lot more about it than me about interesting topics around digital marketing and seo basically matthew how can people follow you and your exploits across the serververse fucking hell stogs s-t-o-g-h-z on all the social medias you can go to cheesemint.com and see the things that i make you can go to the redrighthand.co.uk to read my reviews um and you can also see my other podcast or hear my other podcast sumo drop we now have a twitter thingy because i've finally got around to actually oh, making it because I've got, look at you. We, we, we go through bbg wrestling and that's what it is but the sumo wrestling podcast is um sumo drop pod so at sumo drop pod and you can get all the things there rather than saying try and find us through a certain bit it's got all the links everything you need etc tim if i want to quiz you about your intimate history with basketball mm. Where could I file my official report of questions? Uh, it would be a very short description of my history with basketball. But, but there are 97 questions, Tim. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can submit them to me on trivia underscore lad on Twitter. Uh, that is the best place to find me on social media. I don't, I don't have an, any other interesting podcasts that I do like these guys. Uh, but, oh. you know, you can come uh, bother me there and I'll say things at you i'll bother you back <laughs> i'll bother you back <laughs> bother me and i'll bother you yeah <laughs> well thank you very much for listening hopefully you've enjoyed the first episode of season 11 like i said season 11 we've got, lo we got a lot of crazy shit coming up later on in the season nothing quite like space jam or skate jam as far as i know gentlemen your pitches well what? there's what? some interesting crossover with next week already there's been there, a Jeff? few. Oh yeah! Isn't oh there, yeah! Yeah. We do this yeah. every time. And we're like, wait, what are you talking about? Uh, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. We've hinted at it a couple of times throughout the episode. So yeah. Mm. Stay tuned for next week's episode. But until then, thank you very much for listening. Have a lovely week. Mm.